Good people of Los Angeles, welcome to another episode of the FSA, FSA, FCFC pod. Tonight, we've got a mob pod. We've got seven of us here in the backyard. The boys from the noob pod come and stop by. A capo man you may know by the name of Sean Ye of the North. <laughs> I'm just trying to give you some, some, some nicknames that compete with uh, the other ones you've been given. They don't with compete. Coriano Reeves? Coriano Reeves doesn't. Yeah, that's better. Okay. I apologize for even trying. We get into a lot of different stuff on the pod, man. We talk about podcast stuff. We talk about tea. We talk about Los Angeles, the West Side, hockey, refereeing, Sean. Yeah. We talk about soapboxes. Those are fun. Those are interesting. We know if you're listening two hours into the pod, you're with us. <laughs> For the long haul. Slim, hit him with the warning. Ladies and gentlemen, as per usual, we are in the backyard of Dweezy's Place in Expo Park. There are cars driving by, helicopters flying, Pendose truck as per usual. And, as usual, I do have a potty mouth. I do have a few more dickheads in the backyard with me today to ride along with the dick talk. Is there anything else I'm forgetting? I just said dick talk. If you're on children. Oh, yeah. If you're on children or at work and you feel like you shouldn't hear profanity, uh, you probably shouldn't be listening to this right now. And you should know that by now. And if you don't... Fuck you. Fuck you. That's it. Fuck you. All right. FCFC. scholars and a dickhead look at the world through a black and gold tinted lens we are your hosts as per usual we got big dweez sitting across from me yo yo josh spice to my left looking super preppy today what's up man what's up man? Mm. we got i admire his look it's a little preppy i see you that's my, my my client out there right okay now. okay I'm out here today. And, and tonight in the backyard, we have four special guests, so it might get a little crazy back here. Uh, you all know everyone's fr- favorite friendly Korean in the North End. Uh, Mr. Sean Park is in the backyard. Hi, guys. <laughs> and, and three special guests that are part of a conglomerate uh, called the None of Our Business podcast. How y'all doing today, gentlemen? We're chilling. I'm butt ass naked right now. <laughs> yeah. He just wants to get it out of the way. He can't help himself. Yeah. He really likes getting butt ass naked. I do. There's I a story. If you listen to the most recent episode, he does that. Wait, let's let's hit him with the names though. Who who we got here? What are the, what are our three gentlemen? Oh, uh, easy. Introduce, introduce yourself, yourself to the people now. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm Philly fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sound like that. Get the Maddox off. Let's get Latine. Stay Latine. Keenan. C notice. C note. C4. AKA. I like that. I like how he said C section. C section is just his idea. But I'll take it. Yo, I'm Phil. It's good to be here. You didn't finish. Philly, Philly fanatic. Peace, easy. 
philanthropy, philosophy, <laughs> P-Money, P-Styles. Come on, let's get it together. Oh, if we don't do this, say something. You gotta go all out, man. You yeah. never go in everything. You gotta, you gotta start with the tip, you know? Yeah. That's, how, that's how you get that's things started. That's how it works, anyway. Yeah. Hey, you gotta leave it in there for about a minute. Wait, wait, you gotta finesse it first. You need the fuck blood first. That's it in there for a little bit. Kind of like a space probe. Oh yeah, space probe. You know what I mean? You got NASA working on your anal stuff. Damn. And I'm Joe. Oh, oh, as you can see, as you can see, there's no extra names for him. Sorry guys, I'm gonna cheers and coffee and shit. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna commandeer the first topic right now. What we usually hit our guests with. Because they're very soccer-oriented people, as we ask them about their first football memory. <laughs> but given that this is like a pod mob situation right now, <laughs> why don't we? Look, just, look. I want to hear everyone's first Fires. podcast memory. The first time you thought podcasts were like a thing, and I'm gonna start listening. Mm. Oh uh, shit! I was introduced to it long ass time ago because I was trying to start a business, and I was introduced to a couple of podcasts. I forgot the names of them, but they were supposed to be helpful in learning. Somebody was doing a podcast about. From the very moment he started a business to when it, ah, it they're like ended. informative yeah less, yeah, less yeah. entertainment value more like this is how you do this. oh yeah i'm more for educational type stuff <sighs> sounds boring as fuck <laughs> oh my god you know what all right i'm whipping out my dick so you can suck this yeah, shit yeah, right oh now <laughs> uh 2015 i was in new york and uh I was at this marketing agency. Great city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure you guys love it. You guys are going to get along just fine today. And this marketing agency uh, had me doing all kinds of shit. Anything they could throw at me, I was doing. And then they were like, by the way, you said you do music. Do you know how to edit audio? I was like, I do. It was like, well, then I want you to listen to a couple of these called podcasts. And then I want you to do the exact same thing for all the shit that I recorded. And that's kind of how I got started. And I think the first one that I listened to was called... E uh, EO Fire, which was, um, shit, this uh, Nathan Latka, I think is his name, if I'm not mistaken. I know who Super, that is. like, no, no, entrepreneur on fire. A wannabe Gary V? Basically, okay. yeah. Before all that, that's, yeah. That's and so that's how I got introduced. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right here's the most entertaining right off the bat. Probably. Okay, so uh, I think it might have been like 2012. Oh, damn. Um, yeah been 2012 and actually my my cousin put me on on a podcast that he was put me onto a podcast he was listening to it was called uh stay alive and it's a horror podcast mm. basically i guess it's, you could consider it a radio show too but it's a radio podcast. shows are yeah, podcast. podcast so with, with I, I fucking listened to that and that shit drew me in, and then I started listening to more little horror ones. Oh, this the is supposed mystery. to be more yeah. entertaining than oh, this shit. Yeah, yeah. And then no, and then from there it segued into uh, like you know I started listening to own the uh, rhythm. No, I didn't listen. To <laughs> Nobody <laughs> ever listened to my fucking own the rhythm in his podcast. That's not what we're talking about. What Joe leaves out is how much how many drugs he was on while he was oh, listening shit. to it. No. Uh, you know what? The cops are not listening. There's no narcs here. I right? was. I'm not gonna deny it. Because by law, because by law, if there are any cops here, you have to say it. Right now. What what drugs do you? Take while you listen to bath salts. Uh, hello. <laughs> have you ever seen? Uh, you ever seen uh, Fear and Loathing? Yeah. Yeah. Joe is that. Yeah. If, if you do you know about Duncan Trussell? Yeah. Yeah. Like, isn't his whole podcast like just a psychedelic like journey? <laughs> For the most part. Yeah. Supposed to like yeah. more or less take. 
I've never heard of this guy. He's, really? he's usually on Joe Rogan's. He's a comedy comedian, and he's on Joe Rogan's stuff. He does a lot of crazy conspiracy talk and stuff like that. It's really fun. Fun to listen to. Conspiracies and drugs. That's a great mix. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. I'll have that on the rocks. Yeah. 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 Wait, Sean, what do you got? What do you got? You, you, uh, you pothead like this? So, not really. <laughs> the first pod I actually ever heard of was, he mentioned it, the Joe Rogan one. Yeah, okay. That's the first one I ever heard of. Never really listened to it, but... Mm. Uh, what got me into podcasts is actually, I'm actually talking to those people right now. Oh, you guys are the ones that got me into podcasts. It's kind of funny. I started listening to FCFC. Okay. started listening to Noob. Yeah. And then that kind of, I started branching out from there. Like, I started wow. listening to Noob. Which one is better? He's not yeah, meant for tribes. Kino was the one that got left out of the tribe. You know what's funny, though? I'm just going to say it right now, man. I love them all equally. There have been some instances where some some of us can't make an appearance, so we, we'll just bring Sean on, and he's just like a natural <laughs> guest. Honestly, he is. You know what? This this brings me back when Sean and I were in a band. We actually tried to create little videos that were on Wait, the on, same band. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sean, you were in a band. Yeah. yeah. What kind of band was it? It was this? a boy band. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sean was the lead singer. Dude. <laughs> Wait, what, what, yeah, so explain this band. What, were, yeah. what what part of the band were you guys? Uh, he he was he was the heart of it all, man. He was the drummer, but also a writer, and uh, and dude, honestly, without him and the other the other part was Darnell, one of our other classmates. I mean, not to say that our other two bandmates weren't like a part of the band so much, but the, the, you could tell really from the shit. beginning <laughs> yeah. uh, their heart was just weren't part of the creative process. Oh, okay. yeah. That's all that was. Look yeah. at the mayor out here. So I'm not surprised that he's out here like Whipping revving people up and shit because he's a drummer, you yeah. know, yeah, more than yeah, anything, yeah. he was a badass drummer. Okay. And he can, like, his music ability, this dude could hear something and be like, that's a G. I'm like, fuck oh, you. Oh, word. Okay. <laughs> So big dick swing over here. He's avoiding <laughs> his part in yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, that was a singer. Oh, what's the rest of the voice? Yeah, I see it. I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. How, how did like all you guys meet each other? Uh, one day I decided to bring Sean along to the crib, and then they corrupted him, and then that was the yeah. time that he well, became their friend instead of mine. Wait, <laughs> Phil, 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 <laughs> they corrupted you. No, they, you guys corrupted him. So you yeah, can't tell, but we're related because yeah. we used to look a lot more alike. Yeah. But over the well, years and the drugs, drugs. you know, <laughs> drugs hasn't alcohol, been kind to him. Fornication. Yeah. I mean, uh. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, I sip coffee and read books and I'm super square. You know? and, yeah. Uh, well, you look great, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so coffee and books is just. There's a connection right here. This is a little This is a little New York vibe going on right here. Yo, you know, I was on 135th and Broadway, you know, there I was. On 135 and Broadway, okay. So I changed my seat. I need to sit over there. This is LA, my guy. You remind me a lot of Joe. He's like, fuck New York. Even though Joe's never even really been there, dude. Tell this Puerto Rican. But Joe will fit right in with this little Puerto Rican looking ass. No more flesh, clothes on, and you're ready to go. Saying hi, Poppy, to everything. And you'll be allowed to say the N word if you're in the Puerto Ricans get a pass out there. Yeah. Well, to be honest, till this very moment, I thought you were Dominican this whole time. So, <laughs> oh, shit. It was that Versace suit. Versace suit. Everyone thought he was Puerto Rican. I know, they really did. Oh, I, I was like, fuck it, I'm the Puerto Rican Poppy. What's up? So, we all know um, Sean and Joe because they're in like the LAFC community with us, mm -hmm. with uh, part of TSG, part of TPP, all this stuff. And oh, so, um, I've kind of. Joe put us onto your podcast and all. Thank and you, like, Joe. Yeah, that's incredible. New podcast, awesome. Talk about 
anime and sex within 30 seconds of each other. Which <laughs> makes a lot of sense, you know? Leave it makes to these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Zero to 60 in three seconds. We'll talk oh, about yeah. depression and then talk three about, seconds. you know, putting a thumb in a girl's ass. I don't know. <laughs> Y'all fuck with uh, Zach Fox? Uh, he put out a song called um, Jesus is the One. Like, it's like a fake rap song. And like this guy, like, he was, you guys know, like, the whole kids are doing, like, the oh, whoa challenge? Yeah. So he created that. He invented that because he was just like, he wanted kids to square up against their bullies and shit. And so he's just like, yo, just square up. Square up against who's ever fucking with you and like fuck fuck them up. So Damn. that's kind of no what he's at. Yeah, look him up. Zach Fox as well. But Zach, Zach Fox. The whoa right. challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's some, some, Is this some segue going to be like, are you going to square up to somebody right now? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I want to see right now, really. I got like run too close. Right now I'm seeing a 3v3 situation against uh, FCFC versus uh, noobs. So like the cop moderating the scene. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, for real, I'm a referee. He is a He's a rap, so. That's illegal, Keenan. You can't do that shit. I want a good, clean fight. <laughs> you can't win anywhere. Can no, I can't. <laughs> Not even my own neighborhood. Jesus. You know, oh, Nate Neighborhood, your own podcast. Other people's podcasts. I can't win anywhere. You're like that one shark. No respect. Are you guys all from the West LA area, too? Uh, yeah. I am. Predominantly, yeah. 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 I can't speak for these two guys, but I am. <laughs> Shit, I'm on uh, 67th and Western. Probably. <laughs> I could have swore they did. I mean, now that it's legal, it's more math. We're like, now that this shit is legal, we gotta sell other shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, the black market has to shift. Okay. Uh, yeah, we 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 all went to school like on the west side, definitely on the west side, west mm. LA. We went to uni high with with Sean. Well, I. I w- I've graduated in class of 02, so. Dang, so he's old as fuck. Papi, papi. I'm literally papi. Get on, papi. But yeah, uh, went to school on the west side, but, you know, did a lot of growing up, like, in the mid-city area around here. Mm-hmm. Um, K-Town Swinging. living since, like, 2000, no, since 2008? 2009. Yeah, K-Town lives right? It's actually yeah. how I learned a little Korean, living in K-Town. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It was dope. So. That's actually how Phil and I bonded. <laughs> He came up to me and started like saying all this Korean stuff. I was like, "Oh, that's super." What cool. All right, so what Korean girl were you trying to hook up with that made you try to learn all this? Honestly, shit? <laughs> 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 yeah. I was like, I was like, "Chagia." Yo, Chagia. Oregano. He started singing all this like K-pop songs. I was like, "Yo, this guy knows more Korean than I do." Yeah, I was saying, "Oh, Teji is a god, bro." Oh, shut up. Oh, that's the real Teji. That's the real Teji. Deep cut, right? Gangpe. Yeah, this is. I'm just gonna twiddle my thumb. It's like, it's like they're talking soccer right now. Yeah. And then you feel like, what? So, Philly and Korean essentially just said, first he said, baby, or like, my, like my beloved. Honey, yeah, then he said, how you doing? And then he's like, gangsters. Let's fucking yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm good. You, got, you, know all the, you know all the basic food groups in that way. That's what I need. That's what I need. That's good. That's good. And then if I ever need help, you know what I mean? That's, that's good. it. Yeah. That's they're good. like, that's damn. But you know who taught me that? I told you, man. Sean taught me that. Sean's oh, wow. the last one, and like I make out for me, like I need this. That's how I understood it. So we got Joe here. Joe uh, is responsible for many of the stages that y'all fall in love with while on drugs, and so this is Coachella Valley. This, this is, is movie premieres. This is music festivals at large and so we want to know how you got into the, the industry of building out the damn set building out the damn stages that um 
that make LA people so damn happy and so damn wild. You know what? Uh, it's not just LA. Uh, it's uh, it's nationwide. Uh, I do things in Miami and uh, Austin, Nashville. Uh, it's it's crazy. Uh, but real quick, I do want to say that, that we do. Sleepy here. No, no, we all, we also we also provide the line arrays, which are the big audio towers uh, for the bank. What's it called? Like whenever the, the, the bank does concerts, we we provide this the, the audio so towers. So who's we in this? In this no, scene? the company I work for, Accurate Station. He means the royal we. The royal we. Uh, no, okay, okay, so. The way I got into this, we I actually, I actually, I actually owe it to Keenan because Keenan used to work to the, for the company. He actually, oh, that's because they don't give me credit. <laughs> they trash on me my whole life. That's why I drink. I drink because of these two. Yeah. So he, that's he, actually like one of the main points of their podcast. Yeah. yeah. Taking away credit from this guy. <laughs> so actually, Keenan, uh, by trade, he's a mechanical engineer. Oh, uh, so yeah, so um, he actually used to be one of the drafters. So he would draw the stages and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And I guess they, there was an opening at the company. Keenan was like, "Yo, you know what? I know somebody." First, I, I, Joe was the first person <laughs> I went to. But uh, I, I didn't have any experience in this at all. Mm -hmm. um, I actually used to manage like cell phone shops. Mm. Um, I worked for like a little mom, mom and pop company that had like maybe 10, 15 shops, mm. and um, and I would manage like five of their stores. And that's all I did. Uh, Keenan just called me one day. He said, hey, the company's looking for a sales guy. I'm like, well, I don't know what you do, but I do sales. I know that. Mm -hmm. uh, they brought me in. They liked me. You speak Spanish, too? I speak Spanish. Say habla español. Yeah. Uh, Say habla. <laughs> uh, I said that's so white. I know I did. <laughs> uh, actually, that should have been Philly. <laughs> uh, um, that's right. I'm 61% Irish and European. <laughs> uh, yeah. I heard that last part. What the what, yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> I'm living a lie. 23andMe.com, dude. Yo. I mean, I, I knew that my mom, you know, uh, that's my white side, but I didn't really know what. And she mentioned that we were French, but I'm like 3% French, man. So that side of the family is fucked in terms of They're what lying. they know about each other. <laughs> but I also have like 1,200 relatives living all across the nation and in Europe. And, I was, and that's only because oh, most, of the, most of the DNA results, yeah, most of the DNA results are from uh, the uh, the white demographic and not necessarily because like most uh, most colored people aren't like let me check out what my race is like, <laughs> the last thing on their mind is race you know what I mean this um, is so true. Does, a, does some corporation own your DNA now? Yeah. I think work? so. Yeah. I think so. Did you click a box that was just like yes? Yeah, actually, I I had the choice of as to whether I wanted to allow them to keep. My, my DNA frozen for any purposes in the future. And I was like, it's the worst that could fucking happen. They clone me and <laughs> he comes just, back and kills me. Yeah, <laughs> they probably just fall in love with each other. You know? yeah. <laughs> probably fuck each other. Yeah. Be like, just be like, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would that be considered uh, masturbation or no? I don't right? know, dude. I don't know. I if think I'd make a pretty it. hot date. Yeah. <laughs> if you had so clones. that's how I started working for the company. <laughs> What would you do with uh, if there was a Dewey's clone just walking around exactly like you, pretty, pretty? I would just like split the things, the, the book pile in half, and be like, oh, sweet, now we gotta read faster. Exactly. Uh, but what if he develops Pop a notes. personality? Like, I ain't reading that shit. Yeah, what if he doesn't want to fuck like, with you? All right. That was a fill answer. I'll be, like, <laughs> I'll be like, do your thing, and then he'd like go do all the other shit and wind back up. Oh, okay. Anyway. That's right, you already know. <laughs> It's just smart to work together. <laughs>
So we've seen as many science fiction movies as possible that have told us the, the dangers of this. But yeah. out here at FCFC, a new podcast, we're like, you know what? We'll read books and jerk each other off. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that sounds too bad. No right? shame. No shame. Maybe no, that's closer hard. to the reality of what the fuck yeah. would actually happen. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, check, check that check box. Imagine, imagine <laughs> being able to have a, having a clone and being able to have two families that you switch off in whenever you get bored. You know? So wife swapping, you basically? Know? Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Your family swapping? Yeah. Do you see how everyone's Rich true? people do that already anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I was a twin, I'd totally do that. <laughs> Damn, I don't even know what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> I, really, I don't even <laughs> want to know what you would do. Everyone here, even the people who don't know you as well, we're like, that's probably not a good thing. <laughs> All the listeners, too. I don't know, man. Whoa, Keenan, whoa. So bring, oh it, bring, it, bring it back to soccer for one second, because this is how it all goes on. In Manchester United history, uh, Rafael Silva and his twin brother, um, I think it's Fabio, he, um, they married... Um, their, they married and they now they live in the same house. Ah. Whoa. Both so people together. I mean, that's that was definitely the topic of concern. Ed, right? Right. Well, I, that I, would I can I can also sh- I can also shout out to my cousin Ben Bajilajek of the TSG universe. His his mom. So our my mother's two sisters married two brothers. So they're like super cousins, super and they're cousins. almost like clones. Yes, because wow. it's like both sides. You know what I mean? Wow, it's like two, okay. And that's the only uh-huh. family I ever know that did that. Wait, do, like the, do the family tree, and so it's your your mom's. My mom's two sisters yeah. married two brothers, and then oh. they each had three kids. Holy and so those shit. three kids, those six kids, like share like most of the same everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. brother-in-law, oh, brother in blood, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so they're, yeah. Like, super, they're we, like we just call them super cousins. cousins, but yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's basically like, yeah. the closest. Family, that, that. That, you'd be surprised how often that happens in, in Latino families. Oh, for real? Oh, really? Yeah, brothers and brothers and sisters and sisters. Brothers and brothers and sisters and sisters. I mean, you get so many, and then you'll Can't take your brother us. somewhere, and the girl has a sister, and then y'all hook that's up. That's so and, true. Yeah, it, it happens. They'd be like, damn, that's a feed behind now. It happens often. I it's think it happened in my family, actually. The familiarity is already there. So yeah. There. yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. What would you do with the clone, Josh? Your clone. Read books? No, no, we probably just self-hate on each other. Self-hate. <laughs> That's what I'm bringing a lot to the table now. Okay. Self-hate. What if one lived in New York and one stayed in L.A.? Hey! hey. And maybe the East Coast, we can West Coast. That's happening the New York right now. one would be way less happy. <laughs> <laughs> we can finally afford the bike coast of living. Hey! I know all about that. Did you swap consciousness with your clone or no? Yeah, yeah. That that shit is there, right? That some some parts of that is like these are twins. That's what happens. What was that movie with Christian Bale? Uh, Fucking the Prestige. Oh, he had to cut off his thumb too. Classic. But they didn't swap consciousness in the movie. Hey, bro. We can swap multiplicity. Did they swap consciousness? I don't know. Maybe that's that's a new thing that just popped up without my head, but. I say we should all just go get ourselves clones, man. Fuck this. Multiplicity was the one with, uh, with, uh... 23 and me sponsoring the pod. Yeah, I know. Who's in Birdman? Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton. Oh, that's where she touched my peppy. God damn it. Yeah, I remember that. Keaton isn't getting any credit. You see how he gets mad? No, no. He was like, he was like, Michael Keaton, and nobody heard him? And then they answered, and they were like, oh, and he was like, fuck all of y'all in the back, just... That's my life, all right? That's why. I see it so clearly now. So Joe comes in a half step after you, <laughs> and it's essentially just it's louder and just takes everything. I, okay, gotcha. Well, Keaton, you got to say it with your chest, that player. That makes me more of a puss. 
Yeah, there's a formula to these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Formula. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, it's like those shows where the where the guy's like, no, we should go do this. He's like, wait a minute, I got a great idea. We should go do this. He's like, that's what I just said. He's like, ah, oh, let's do it. <laughs> and the crowd's like, yeah, that's a great idea, dude. Yeah, that's a great idea. Sean, what's it like for you when you have to like guest host on this pod? Like, what's like, are you interviewing all the guests? Is there always a fourth person involved, or is it just kind of three, three people always talking about something? That's kind no, of no. When I've come in, it's usually just me and uh, the two that are present, and then I'm replacing the one that's missing. Gotcha. So there's no other guests. So who's it's like the, they're interviewing me. Who's mm-hmm. the easiest to replace out of the three guys? Oh, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I know exactly I where this shit's going. <laughs> 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 Keaton <laughs> has no sense of safety under his ground. Well, here's the thing about that, though. Like, this is a pretty even podcast because we have the black guy, we have the white guy, and we yeah. have the Mexican guy. So, I mean... If they want to have the Asian guy, I'm right fucking here, dude. That's true. Then, we, then, we'd be a, then we'd be a diverse there's, boy band. There's been some chat shit going on about that. <laughs> hey. That, 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 that. <laughs> that's the first time I heard Sam. Yeah, that's it. words. No, but Keenan, they were just bigging you up. Like, you were the missing link, you know, yeah. there just the two of them. And then the third, I, I saw like a cape. I, I know you keep talking about bringing something else out of your pants, but I saw like a cape float. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. You know, they were bigging you up like you were the hero of the pod, man. So, <laughs> thank, you. Uh, thank you. You're getting, thank you. But you're getting, you're getting grilled by these guys. Do you ever regret joining this podcast? And what would you be doing Every if you weren't joining? Every fucking jo- day. And what would you be doing if you didn't? Masturbating and watching Netflix. <laughs> which which, which <laughs> answer that so matters? Which show? Which show? What are you masturbating to? Is, is the top of the, of the question. Or are these like separate? Like they're separate. Still more girls. Blue planet. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking Lorelai? The right Golden now? Girls? It's the Dark Crystal. No. Dark Crystal. <laughs> Golden Girls? Fucking masturbating to Muppets. Oh, Blanche. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but Sam really enjoys like Dick Talk. Yeah, Dick Talk is I, great. I don't necessarily enjoy it too much, but now look at him just like he's reveling. He's, he's a demon right now. Yeah, he's, 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 he's giggling like a little school girl. Like, literally, I try to start Dick Talk, but yeah. then none of these two yeah. fucking scholars uh, they just kind of look at me like give me that awkward laugh. Like, uh, uh-huh. 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 like, what is? Uh, <laughs> where do we stand? Why do you think it looks like that? Uh, yeah, dick talk flows out of my mouth pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does. <laughs> you are what you eat. Yeah. There you go, Keenan. Oh, I got a mushroom head vocabulary. <laughs> well, since we were talking about jobs and stuff, something I was interested in is Sean, if you guys don't know, is a hockey referee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the LA Kings. So, so going back on that, if I had a clone, I would just ref hockey games with that motherfucker. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so it would make things so easy. It would make things so easy. in hockey. Yes. You'd probably disagree with each other, though, knowing you. <laughs> Fuck you, Phil. <laughs> You find something to disagree with. You know what? You should fight. You, you should fight. You're the clown. Sean, fight me. Fight me right now. Let's square up, right? What's it called? Tell us, Whoa, how, challenge. Challenge. <laughs> Tell us how you voluntarily became a person in your job that everybody hates. Oh, okay. What made you decide yeah, I, to be? Isn't the the saying nobody likes a referee or a meter maid? Like yeah. those are the Damn. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Wait, you got both of them? And I fucking hate meter maids. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I hate them. Oh, you yeah. do drive the meter maid Prius, so I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. It's great. It's great. It's okay. not white. Throw some orange sirens on this. <laughs> you can probably get some money off of that, too. Maybe. With your ref uniform. Like, oh, double whammy. Yeah. But, uh... Uh, I used to play on a team back in the day, 
and my coach used to be a referee, mm. and his son was on the team with me, mm. and he wanted somebody to go with. He didn't want to go by himself, so I was like, fuck it, I'll go, man. I'll go with you. So ever since then, I became a referee, because uh, I started doing it, and as hard as it is, like, people yell at you and stuff, and, like, they don't like your calls, of course, and they never do. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's still fun, though. It's still mm-hmm. fun. What about it is fun, specifically? Uh, well, the, specifically, the fact that they don't like it. You like it and like, you know that? Yeah, like He's, the, ah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not, not so much that part. Yeah, it's, uh, no, I mean, um, I mean, it's more fun when you work with, like, the kids and stuff. Because, like, there's the opportunities where, <laughs> hey, fuck you too, right? Cop on that of kids. <laughs> Hey, no, but like, uh, no, kid <laughs> <jokes>. <laughs> like, no kid jokes. We gotta be a little people. <laughs> okay. No, but like, you know, there's opportunities to teach them in the game too, you know, as a referee. Like, when you give them a penalty, sometimes the younger kids will like cry and you'll be like, oh, dude, don't even trip, bro. You'll be out in two minutes and, you know, you'll have like that moment. Don't stuff, even right? trip, bro. Yeah, don't even trip, trip bro. bro. He's like, and he's like, he's like, dude, fuck you, man, you referee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, the flip side of that is when you work with like adults and stuff and like they're like dickheads and stuff and you give them a penalty and they don't like it, you're like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) Go sit in the box with you. I can't imagine Sean being mean, like a mean ref, because you know there'd be those refs that'd be like, you're out of here. Yeah, no, I've I've worked with a lot of those actually. But uh, I'm the type of guy that just like, Dude, and just like smile at you. <laughs> like, yeah, you got that. I'll see you next week, bro. Well, yeah, man. Later. Penalty. Yeah. <laughs> so, given these two situations that you enjoy, like, what what has been the the favorite and least favorite moments so far in your referee career? The the golden moment where you really helped that kid out on his path, and the part where you know, um, maybe uh, you got best... swung at. No, 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 no. Like, not not even close. Oh, yeah. I deal with the, children. The <laughs> coolest thing that I've done as a referee was. Uh, it was like 18-year-olds playing, right? And there was a big-ass fight, and I handled that shit like a boss. Nice. Like, I, I had every single penalty. I, they stopped, like, immediately. When I told them, I was like, stop, motherfuckers! N- not word for word, but... Like, <laughs> like, it was like, not like, shooting sugar land! <laughs> In the name of hockey, stop, dude! <laughs> right? and, <laughs> and they were like, what? So genuine. <laughs> In the name of hockey! <laughs> no, like, hockey that is holy! Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, like, uh, you just gotta assert yourself, you know. It's like, you know, you know, that's enough, dude. And and yeah, they'll most of the time if they're sane enough, they'll stop. But you know, there's other times we'll where you know they take it overboard and all that stuff. But mm. now the best part was I handled that so good. I was like, yeah, everybody was happy. Like the coaches were happy. All the parents back there were like not yelling at me and stuff. So I was like, cool. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Dude, and the worst one was uh, I made a call on somebody's kid, and that and that dude just bitched at me the whole way out. I kicked his ass out, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, you fucking suck, you motherfucker! Well, you open your fucking eyes and stuff." And I had to like make a whole report on that shit and stuff because it's like a racial thing, right? At that oh, point, shit. <laughs> so okay. I was like, "I was yeah. like, oh man." You knew the guy that's cussing him out on the way out is gonna say some racist shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you fucking yeah. know. So I was like, man. That's so a, how the hell does a Korean kid get get into playing hockey in the first place? I mean, this is a big thing. I think even for he's for, from West oh. LA. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got ice out here. Damn, <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to give away my secrets. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's real. That's real though, because like people I, are already mad that I'm not from Koreatown. I, right? I, I, <laughs> I started the group. Neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> 
when I found I was like when I found out Paul Korea wasn't fucking Korean, I was like, Yo, that pissed me off too. Like, that pissed me off too. On, Yo, yeah, it wasn't even spelled back. Korea. I was yeah, like, man, yeah. fuck this dude, yeah, man. One of the ducks. Rude for the kings. I remember in middle school, I, like on my shit, it said like my homeroom teacher was Mr. Lee, and it was some fucking redhead white dude. <laughs> 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 what the fuck is this fucking blasphemy? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a valid question. Yeah, when the NHL got its first black guy out there, like, big they did? Huge Wait, deal. what? Dude, what's happened? It was a big fucking deal. Dude. Oh, like, yo. I don't remember this yeah. at all. It's, it's pretty. Well, he's not good enough for you to start watching Hunter. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Once you see yeah, a more really sprinkle of us on there. Y'all, y'all like only the... jump on when they take over the sport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of uh, often, assholes. <laughs> the guy he's talking about is like the Jackie Robinson of hockey in terms of, like, you know, so mm. it's, uh, his name is Willie O'Ree. And yeah, he he broke the color barrier. So there's more of us in there now. Yeah, ever since then. Yeah. How many more? Like five. Five. Five is correct, actually. Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> it's, it's, it's more than that, but yeah, yeah. currently maybe around that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's got yeah. big big ass Canadian dudes. Like one dude's like five more than the Koreans. <laughs> <laughs> Are there? No, no. We've actually had two. Two Koreans play in the NHL. One's won the Stanley Cup. So, hey, we're doing all right, dude. Hey. We're doing better than the Chinese and the Japanese. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go, baby. Let's Just fucking so go. Knows, yeah. Woo! Asian people may be racist, but we're way more racist against yeah. our own Asian people than we are against everybody else. <laughs> I there, do it out of good what, fun, though. What is that? Like, <laughs> the same nah, way. man, is fuck there, all the fun Fuck everybody. Is there a uh, reason for that? Like, something happened back in history? Oh, Hell yeah. Oh, don't, do. get, don't get us into that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mess. ever bring that up. Japanese dinosaur never say sorry! Bullshit! Japanese dinosaur? Shout out to Japan. Oh, man. I used to watch those videos. We have a lot of. Yeah, it's, it's At least I didn't say the G word. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> basically, like, Japanese people are like the Asian Nazis, and they still don't feel bad about it. And the yeah, same thing with yeah, China. China. Problem, man. Can I just that's pretend like it never happened? They just out here pushing PlayStations like nothing oh, happened, shit. man. Fuck all that. <laughs> and I'm consuming it. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Me too. That's the fucking problem, dude. Give me all the anime. Fuck yeah. that shit. I'm not shopping at Uniqlo no more. <laughs> and I fucking love Uniqlo. But what about all the, all the other areas like uh, Mongolia, Philippines, uh, yeah, so Japan, Japan, Japan fucked all those people. Yeah, oh, no, I mean, the, the relationship between Koreans and all the other ones, too. So this is, I think this, uh, because this is much of a Korean podcast, this is a tea podcast when, D, when Dweez gets into it, but there's, like, East Asian culture that's very much informed by Confucianism, and then South Asian culture is very much more closely uh, through Buddhism. Okay. More close to Buddhism, so the East Asian culture is naturally just, we shared a border for so damn long, and so Korean people kind of feel, we a lot of us here grew up with this, like, um, we were incensed with this pride of being Korean because our country's been taken over so many different times and the world's been so okay. so yes, fucking um, yeah, loose for a long time. Yeah. yeah, so on that note, there's like this big, very strong like um, like fuck survivalist and fuck y'all Brazilians, you know? And okay. like, that comes with, you know, some Japanese kind of imperialism that has happened more recently. Uh -huh. And so Korea almost only got their um, independence back like 60 years ago, 60. 50, oh, okay. 50 years oh. ago. And so like, it was like, it's, that, that's still fresh in mind. And so even now, like, I think there's, like, older older heads are a little more, um, there's actually a lot of beef going on with Japan crew right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's still just day, man. Miami was out there just, like, a month ago, uh, and he said when he walked by, like, any Japanese store, like, Uniqlo right, or, like, right. Daiso or whatever's out there. Yeah. 
dead empty except the people that are, really? are working there. Oh, wow. No, I noticed that when I was in everything too. Japanese. Oh, okay. I mean, I shout out, like, the Japanese people and Chinese people will get, I mean, Chinese people less so, but Japanese people will get it and they're like, Super respectful about it, and I love Japanese culture in a lot of ways. Here in the states or in Japan? I think both of both of it, yeah. But it's just um, here in the states less so because of internment and all that shit. But um, ah yes, America did screw everybody. Right, right, right. That's that's an equal opportunity. (laughs) Fucking fucked everybody. That's also why Americans will like will never be taught the history of like Japan and in their role in the right, 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 right. But it's 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 become kind of as. More like second generation, third generation people who speak the language here in mm-hmm. America are able to talk about their stories. Like it gets the the kind of um, frustrations and the kind of old world stuff kind of keeps coming up. Which uh, is, uh, okay. I don't know. It's a, you got you got to root it out where 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 it's at, right? So it's right. Um, like, and this is something that we've uh, Sam and I and Dweez have talked about. Even the rising sun flag, which is like. They're heard largely, about that. Yeah, it's like very inappropriate. Right, it's like, like a Nazi flag. Right, right. That's that's how yeah. we that's how yeah. we view a lot of people. Exactly I think right. we believe yeah. should view it because it was um, it's they still fly it as their naval imperial flag, yeah. right? That's kind of like the American flag with you know black people. Right, in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, and I think it's um, lot, I, I mean, mean the Confederate, Confederate flag. Oh, Confederate. Yeah. Well, yeah. both tech. I mean, come sure. On. No, no. I'm just, <laughs> hey, I'll tell you on that. I'll tell you on that. Same, same, but different. Same, same. No, Look, I'm, you don't I'm have a say in this, okay, Phillips? <laughs> <laughs> a mixed person has no say, huh? Okay. Ah, <laughs> yes, sir. Brother. You know, the other thing I'll say is, like, as someone who lived in China, speaks Chinese, married a Japanese girl, and fucking hang out with these guys all the time, <laughs> Shit. I love Korea super heavy. Yeah. My dream is just for all three of these nations to get together and rise no. and fucking yeah, yeah. the world you know straight I mean? up. Because like, hey. I fucking love, like, all straight three up. of the cultures and all three of the things, all three of those like, yeah. histories, like, straight up, like, but it's also, like, Having been in all three of the different camps and like hearing what everybody has to say, you can see it bums me yeah. out that yeah, like it just it doesn't does. seem oh, like man. it's in like a it's in the foreseeable future. Yeah, and it's, it's well, I think it's, it's similar in, in regions right where there's a lot of things popping off like South America or even mm-hmm. Middle East right where they're like mm-hmm. you, you share so many borders and people and then and that makes it harder. Yeah, Northern yeah. I- Northern Ireland and regular. Absolutely, Ireland. Uh, that's right. Absolutely, yep. right. That's, yep. that's all. Same Cyprus and. Greece, or the, mm-hmm. you know, the Turkish yeah. Cypriots yeah. and, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. and the Greeks. Same Cypriots. with the Latino culture, especially like in uh, like Mexico, El Salvador, all that. Mm-hmm. Like here in the States, we're like super pro, like, you know, equality and, you know, we have to defend black people and everything. But you go to Mexico, you go to El Salvador, any of their like, which are, they're darker of African descent, people who live there are discriminated against all the fucking time yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like super it's super racist the colorism yeah and colorism yeah, is yeah, right. is alive and vibrant right in 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 uh like mexico and south america like super so right. it's like how can you really talk shit when you're you're just gonna be a hypocrite no no i got you and so, i think I, I see that real clearly now just because like the discourse is going it's literally so international because of how many players are in each region mm, right and understanding right. that and so Man, it's wild, man. But it's that's kind of become um, become the the big uh, rallying point for for what we have to choose to, to to answer and shout out. You know, like my our our folks came out, and maybe our grandparents came out from like wartime, and so mm-hmm. how we got to try and reconcile that with the 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 fairly comfortable living that we're here at, and like understanding what our place in America is compared to like the history of America yeah. and all that stuff. Like that's that's stuff that we really have to understand, and we have to 
to kind of take to the next level because if not then like we're being fucking ignorant of everything exactly like, right. the place we're in right? so and that means you guys that. can't really be upset about rivalry teams right <laughs> <laughs> shut up Keenan. you can't hate familiarity breeds right? contempt no this, this is like proximity a, breeds contempt I've been, I've been looking at it because like we I mean we we, sh- we talk shit about Galaxy all the time and all that but like the stuff that I think a lot of we we value together. It's like watching. No, we was watching you real close. No, it's just it's wild. It's wild because we see the stuff that we value politically, even maybe yeah, even religiously. Yeah, it's level. like and it's like even in Southern California, like we all fucking share often political parties and all that shit. But like, fuck, like when it comes to the team, and we had even um, Bob Cross in a fucking NPR. He's like. I fucking hate those guys. Like, what do I? Like, when he was trying to understand hatred. why. Like, yeah, I thought that yeah, was like, yeah. the, I thought that was like the most valid response. Is like, I like, you know, self awareness wise, you're just like, why do I? Like, can't <laughs> yeah. help but like hate this other team. Yeah. Or like, it's like, what's up with that? Like, see, why is we like, as yeah, people but, love that? We yeah. love having the rivalry. We love having the other, and we love having like the. But maybe see, we that don't brings love it, it up but to it's something now, in us because it scales up. You know, because you can use that energy or that mindset and that thought process. That uh, understanding that mindset, the, the strong similarities of how that produces to racial stuff and yep. even economic stuff it is definitely should be considered throughout all of it. Not, mm. yeah, I mean, like when you when we do joke about me saying, you know, the team that should not be named in the beginning. Voldemort. We jumped him during the break. That's what he was saying, guys. <laughs> Sounds the same, but he don't look. Yeah, no. But that's 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 where I was. That's, that's sort of where I was getting at. It's like it's very, the the intensity is so strong. It's a form of tribalism. Yeah, and it goes to and it, it just you know me as an outsider, I can definitely see. Ooh, what? How come that works for this, but not that guy's real stuff? Yeah, and I think what we've seen, and this is like very recent, but like um, Portland's. Portland Timbers have are they're very um, kind of they're known to be like white liberal like you know they've been setting this, the bar and the standard we've had some issues with them in the past they're really strong uh, under the anti-fascist flag that they want to fly because they're like no hate's allowed this is by inclusivity and all that and so we've seen I'd say a good amount of supporters from rival teams and opponent teams who who do recognize that there is something larger at play and I think the right. Timbers have always kind of seen seen that and like we've all rallied around, you know, either painting our own anti-fascist symbols around anti-hate and anti-Nazism in this country. And then we've seen, like, you know, um, pockets from New York and the South and even on the West mm-hmm. here to, that really rallied around that. So hopefully, I, and I, I see I see where you're going. It's like, I hope that the larger issues of, of what we are will unite us and while we can still punch each other on the side yeah. on, like, the yeah, more, yeah. Like, the healthy rivalry right. is still... Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, where, it's like where the edges of the whole, like, common enemy thing are because sure, the thing right. is like groups are manipulated by whoever the power you know without getting too conspiratorial Sean about right the fucking top, Sean. no yeah, <laughs> Sean, the, capital, the people in power you, you can manipulate groups with with those like, common enemy things <coughs> mm-hmm. like you know without getting like too far down the rabbit hole like when I was living in China like there was this territorial disputes you know over islands with the J- Japanese because Japanese and Chinese also have mm-hmm. like very difficult mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. and I would walk by stores and it said no dogs and no Japanese allowed 
And it was like, <laughs> it, took, it went from zero to that because yeah. they, have, oh they, have, they have state controlled media that's, and the, the, all you gotta do with the power is just flip a switch. Wow. It's like, that's hey. very reminiscent. And what I would do, I, I was actually teaching culture, like I was actually teaching rap music while I was living there because I was like teaching Same. at yeah, I was a university. To shit earlier. <laughs> no, I, was, I, was, I was teaching at a university and I could just, I could just sort of like do whatever I wanted. So I decided to like teach kids like kick push and teach them about skateboarding. Nice. Teach them about like Bismarck, he's just a friend. So learn like language lessons, but it's more like a culture class. Anyways, I would also introduce like crazy topical questions like is it okay to be gay and like all these sort of like questions that are super tabo- taboo in Chinese society and, 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 we would just, and we would just discuss it and you know so we would just like talk about that shit and one of them was like okay you've got you know two you're, you're a manager and you've got two employees and like one of them's Chinese and one of them's Japanese but the Japanese guy's way qualified uh, and the Chinese guy's super underqualified and he might like do a bad job in your company and like 95% of kids would say always would hire the Chinese. Uh-huh. And they're like, why? Because we hate the Japanese. Like, it's almost like word for word answer. As kids. Like of the programming, right? Yeah. So is it? And, and China's like a whole different case study for like many different things. But yeah, like, yeah. common enemy shit is like a switch for, pa- for people in power. And so like, regardless of like what like the minions and we all like think in our like little groups about it, like for the bigger powers that be, like just yeah. being aware that like this is happening. And that's why I think like the anti-FA shit has been kind of cool because it subverted that. And it's like it's like it's 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 un, it's like done by the masses rather than the power dynamic coming from the other way around. How much has it escalated? Like within your group, have you seen some members like take it too far? Like, hey, this is just a game. We know there are rivals, mm. but there's no need to burn the guy's car or like you know flip over their stuff or whatever. Within TSG, TSG, yeah, no. within TSG, yeah. Uh, That's why I fuck with TSG. That's yeah, but you've seen TSG other teams do that bro. to you. Uh, or within, within other, well. You know, there, there were, we've had things happen like yeah. out in like Houston where, oh, where some people got jumped. Yeah. Damn. Um, we, but we've also had people doing stupid stuff within our group too. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So it it all comes with, you know, like Joe and Sean and all of us that have been to the match. You you know too. Yeah, yeah. You've been to the tailgating. I got see how that drunk goes. and high and passed out and woke <laughs> up with a. Sausage in my ass for some reason. <laughs> it was weird. But it tasted great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you want to elaborate on that? Uh, I'm, I'm over here taking over you guys' podcast. Yeah, no, 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 I was interested in, you know, for, 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 I don't know, for whoever listens to the pod, I'd love. So, with the MLS right now, is there have been reports, of course, in fucking the wor- one of the worst cities in the U.S., uh, NYC. Where Proud Boys have been showing up uh, and like you know going to the matches and yeah. being Proud the Boys They're like the little racist little gangs that are white going white nationalists. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. Um, They're like the enforcers of the white nationalists. Really? Something like that. Yeah. And they went to your shit. These are well, they were they they you know they they were kind of showing up at like different soccer matches yeah. in, in MLS. And um, so people started, you know, throwing up signage and, you know, flags yeah, and yeah. banners of anti-fascism and whatnot. And people started getting banned from the matches for doing oh, that because something with MLS's uh, rules and regulations or you whatever. Can't do that, yeah. No political, right, you right. know, whatever. Um, so uh, Resurgence, a supporters group in Atlanta, put out, um, you know, yeah. a, a statement just saying, yo, like, we're not going to stand for this MLS. Like, we're here to be all inclusive. If you know, like, they're they're asking the MLS to change their rules on the type of signage and stuff we could bring in. Um, and yeah, it's a discussion that that with 
the thirty-two fifty-two. Even you know, we, we talk about how we're, mm. you know how we're going to join in on the fight and, and whatever. And group members of different supporter groups across the league have been banned for flying these flags. Okay. Mm. Um, and but what's interesting is the way that there's unity between the teams, even if there's rivals. And I thought like the biggest example was it was a uh, Portland played Seattle, Portland which is Seattle, like a pretty right. big rivalry yeah. uh, in MLS. And they for the first thirty-three minutes of the game, they like refrained from cheering. Like the two most like the loudest part oh, of the really? state, people the reason why people go like imagine That's if the 3252 uh plus say the galaxy supporters were just dead silent yeah. for the first th- 33 minutes of the game because in 1933 when the uh, iron front was founded like prior around the same time when like the nazi party like, yeah. as an as opposition group against the nazi party mm-hmm. so they chose the 33rd minute to like reintroduce the cheering oh. um to to sort of like show people first of all these two sets of supporters tent you know, hate each other technically yeah, yeah. but that was like a really interesting show of like how you can be unified over something that was a little bit more important yeah. than your petty like my team's yeah, better than your team your cool. team's better than right. my team right uh, so you'd like to think that this kind of thing and what's happening between the supporter groups about that specific movement in general could like say something more as much as MLS doesn't want it to be political like yeah. we live in the United Can't States hurt, of America yeah. in 2019 everything like, is and political every, our podcast Making is political, podcast my is political. The, way I, yeah, the way I walk down yeah, the street yeah. look at the history like, of, of soccer in general throughout history in the world it's been very political right. yeah, so to try to put in yeah. something now just because we're in the u.s and you know like we like to do things different miles per hour and inches baby yeah yeah <laughs> fucking fahrenheit yeah fucking we're there guys. baby yeah that's um, why because like we're joining the i think what you said about everything's political the podcast political like we've said that in the past like football inherently is a political act and supporters groups in throughout different countries are inherently political and how they form and what they do and what their their intentions are and so like we're we're very new to it but we're like i'm i'm you know i'm learning the history and there's like there's groups that are very right wing especially in europe or um you know very strong on that stance like about about who's allowed to support even in their stands like even we're talking about um uh inter milan even a couple and they're maybe right wing in a different way because i'm not sure too much about it european football but like they have they you know they have the influx of black players a really um high pro- high profile black player came through and then italian fans are kind of notorious and maybe european fans are notorious for making like monkey noises and shit uh, yeah. Italian yeah. The worst. that shit happened yeah. like two years ago right no, and no, then this, happened. this is like a brand new yeah brand new I mean, thing this is, this and they, this they is like came, a news flash for the right. fcfc podcast right okay. now okay. this was yeah. like the last week last week so and then they um, it's still happening it's still yeah. happening that shit, oh, shit. i remember yeah. it happened people like throw bananas right? on the field and yeah. All yeah. They came out with like a PR release from the president. We're talking about there being just being like this is hey. the this is the Inter Milan, one of the biggest teams in Milan's equivalent of the thirty two fifty. The supporter group came out with this, which said, and they're saying, um, hey, like don't take offense to it. This is our culture, and when we're making monkey noises, like it's at the other team's black players rather than rather <laughs> than you. And they said, let it roll off your back. Yeah, the logic like, was gnarly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you look at this and you're like, whoa, <laughs> like what a warped right, right. like. Uh, weird yeah. roundabout right, right. it was really wild to read. <laughs> and, it's wild, and yeah. it sucks that some people will say it's a cultural thing it's a mm. cultural it's a, thing yeah, you know, it's, a it's, oh, it's just up. the like, way yeah, that it is yeah. it's a cultural thing for us like yeah. get the fuck yeah. <laughs> out of here like, exactly. like yeah. it's yeah, yeah I mean, no that's seeing, ignorance we're that's seeing what that is we're seeing that with like race stuff still in football we're seeing it with like women's stuff right and it's funny because like at the same time it's like on the other side things are like 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 increasingly more visibility, say for the women's game. Like mm-hmm. I think even in Europe, 
they're setting records right now. Did like, we win a championship the, too? You guys yeah. won a championship. Yeah, yeah, and I mean they're great, but like the crowds in Europe to go see women's soccer are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. increasing. And if this is the global game, it has to be the global game, right? Like everybody needs to be included. Right. And I've always felt like ga- the thing that gasses me up about like supporter culture. Um, in the United States, and I've said this before probably on the podcast, it's just like the contribution that America can can give being <coughs> so late to the party is inclusivity, yes. is progress. Yes. And like there are going to be forces because th- some of these teams have been around for hundreds of years. Yeah. Like right, there's yeah. going to be opponents to that idea. But if, if, if the MLS never becomes a great league or anything else, if their contribution, even supporter culture wise, was like this idea like of like unified progress towards like more and more inclusivity for the game, like the breaking downs of borders and that's like better than anything that could ever be done on the field right for the supporters so like that's what i like that that's what encourages me and what excites me about the story that is like u.s soccer mm. because like if you look at the fucking team they're shit you know the men's team at least the women's team's amazing yeah. yeah but like yeah just this idea that like things could improve from like what has been you know a pretty checkered history of like soccer support which you could argue is like a metaphor for like human ultimate fandom in one area like i don't know that any one thing besides like religion and that's why it's always so compared to religious like around the world like the fervent fanhood of soccer is sort of like the bar for like maniac Mm -hmm. things across the world right right, right. okay yeah interesting go ahead no go ahead it's just interesting because like now we're the mls is in i think and through through creation and through intention is trying to be like the kind of Disneyfication of like you know like the larger supporter culture in general and like there are certain things that are accepted as mainstream enough when they're not political like especially support for the military and even um uh we have like uh pride pride, pride day jerseys and stuff like that's like that's like everyone yeah. swears by that but like in los angeles and now a lot of parts in the country with how many people are undocumented even with you know with uh kaepernick and need for against police brutality and what that's taken over the larger sports culture mm-hmm. discourse mm-hmm. Like there are certain things like it's like we've all accepted as culture that's like mainstream enough where like we can fly flags and be good at it. But like I think that's what's interesting about today is like we're trying to figure out the things now more than ever about what what we've decided as Americans are are good and not good or cool and not cool. And especially I think a lot of the Portland POV is literally <coughs> like, of course, why wouldn't we fl- be able to fly Antifa flags because it's anti hate anti-inclusivity but people say that's too politicized already because of the groups over there but like we're just like man don't we all hate nazis together like this is yeah. like all together <laughs> exactly. but like maybe like that and that's why there's 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 strong stance against and that's why it's so politically charged because like we all believe that and we know that and we know that to be true but like some like especially uh the higher authorities in power being like you like to look at the news but, and see like what the violence that spills out from it no i was just gonna say like but the coolest thing about and this is like where like the influence could come within America is like, you know, other sports in the states. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know enough about like basketball and football, but they, they don't do like coordinated fan messages, right? Like the things you see is like a player name, right? That's, that's the message. The people who get to say the thing are like the people in power already, yeah, yeah. players or owners or whoever, celebrity on Twitter afterwards. Like, yeah, I'm standing with whoever, and that's great. But what's really cool about this sport and the architecture of like how messages are sent is that the people the are the ones that send cool. the messages. So you really do have like a better opportunity to articulate like concerns about this country if you want to. Um, and I think that that the MLS can like fill that void, and the league is fighting itself. Like Josh said, it's like the Disneyfication yeah. is is the is the corporation side, and on the other side, like the people clearly Supporters. are like 
inching and inching further and further to wanting to be more bold nice. about what they want to say. So yeah. it's kind of a, it's kind of an interesting space to watch if you're into this kind of stuff. As the sports being political things like we've had, you know, the, the Olympic Tommy Smith and all them like raise the fist on the, on the Olympic stand. Like we've had, you know, uh, Ali dot like say no to the draft because um, because he's like this is this is against our religious belief. Like that's cap. Right, right, and that's know? and it's, it's it's interesting to see what becomes. These are our heroes, you yeah. know, and we've right. taken such great courage from them. And how do we do that from in the in the future? Is is kind of, you know, to a lesser extent, us as fans, yeah. but as supporters. But it's it becomes an interesting um, kind of fight to take on. So if everyone else can just go home now, and Josh and I are just going to continue to talk. About this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. No, 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 no
Mm. Okay. Um, when I got to New York. Yeah, you want to give the history of your New York experience? Because he lived in New York like twice. Yeah, yeah, I moved back and forth. First, I lived in uh, uh, over by Columbia University. Mm. Great area. Uh, except for Harlem is right there. So that was interesting. And then I lived in Bed-Stuy. Um, cool. But, but what, what I will say is this. It, it, it's really to the point. Is I noticed that people wouldn't leave their boroughs. And sure. someone from, someone from, from uh, let's say, uh, Bronx would be like, yo, you're in Brooklyn? Like, mm, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, I'm good. I'm straight. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself... That's really fascinating because no matter where it is I walked, I felt fine because I didn't grow up there. Mm -hmm. But it's like when you're in L.A. and you're like, yo, south of the 10 freeway, <laughs> yo, I'm straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. somebody somebody who's not from here, yeah, they, yeah. they're also not faced by it. Mm -hmm. There's there's plenty of evidence to go around if you look at enough documentaries. You'll see people who travel to other places. They'll, they'll run into problems where they can't walk. Like there's... Like we think that we may think that like everybody has cross streets and and crosswalks and lights, but there are some places that don't have that, mm -hmm. and there's yeah. still some kind of order in that chaos, right? So what? some people are phased, and some. So, so it's you. like something that someone told me once: is experience is the biggest enemy of faith and confidence, Ooh. right? So it, that's unpack why that, unpack experience, that experience is the biggest enemy of faith and confidence. Facts, right? Because, like you said, because. You're not from New York. You didn't know about this borough. Not so I was confident. Yeah. Oh, right? okay. Same thing with Josh. You guys know what? It's it's a little yeah, bit of yeah. ignorance, but it's also I always say this: like the people that get the most out of LA are the transplants, mm -hmm. yeah. right? That they're the ones going to all. You know what I mean? Like no, all right. the tourist spots and whatever. The only time us as dudes are going to the tourist spots and shit are when we're having sex with someone that wants to go to the tourist. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Right? Right? Trying to light it up. No, but what you guys are talking about, though, is uh, I I felt that in D.C., too, when I was doing the away day. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And uh, I was out there with my buddies because they live out there. I was visiting them, and they were taking me down, like, all these places. And there's this one street called, I think it was called H Street. And you could tell. It was, before it was, like, a shitty fucking neighborhood. You could tell. But, like, like it, it didn't phase me at all because, number one, they started gentrifying the neighborhood a little mm -hmm. bit. So, like, it, there was, like, white people there and stuff, so... I wasn't oh, that so you felt safe. <laughs> like, I felt safe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. like, oh, I'm back in West LA. I see white people. I'm sorry, my people disrespect. made you feel uncomfortable. You're trying to disrespect Tucker City. I'll go talk to him. Make it better for you. How but even, that? like, when you stray Did from that gentleman. Did not feel safe enough for you? Oh, Baltimore. Oh, goodness. All right, so, like, even when you stray from that little area of A Street and you get to that little, you know, non-gentrified area, like, yeah, I wasn't phased at all, cause like I wasn't familiar with the area. Mm. But you can kind of tell, like, oh, you know, I'm in the hood right now. This, all right, this is cool. There's certain the parts of LA where you won't yeah, feel you comfortable I mean? no matter what. Yeah, what's it like over <laughs> here? Like Skid Row. Yeah, it don't matter how like new to the city you are. It doesn't matter who you, you are. You're walking around Skid Row. Skid Row yeah, yeah, like yeah, I actually oh, did yeah. that once. Uh, I got I uh, I got drunk at a party at a backyard party but that's what i mean you did it once and you'll never do it again. <laughs> uh, that's very true yeah i came to when i got to skitter i walked from linwood all the way back to koreatown what because i was i was that drunk with you? so like an hour six of my walk i was like oh <laughs> shit I, I, and there's people pushing so shopping carts and smells like yeah. old fish he's like Cody, what are you doing here smells like bigfoot's dick Damn. And on that note, we're going to take our second break. <laughs> <laughs> Tea time with Dweez. There it is. Tea time with Dweez.
Our guest came on a good night because I just visited the old tea shop, boys. I gotta say, it's funny that we started doing this pod this year because I've gone super light on like how nuts I sometimes get and how much I drop and how many wild varieties of tea I get. But uh, this is kind of cool because I also went to a shop that people can go to. It's in Pasadena. It's called Danong Tea. It's a poor specific shop, like a Chinese specific type of Chinese tea, which I'll talk about in a second. But I just bought a bunch of stuff, so we're gonna try. We're gonna do two teas. We're doing two teas because we got enough people back here, I think, to handle the the punch of the two teas. Hey. So we'll swallow it. We got seven. People the first one is we'll a it. is a cooked or like ripe puer tea. Ooh. It comes in a brick. It does look like narcotics when you, when you it? see it. Uh, it's like poor. It's like okay. it's it's a fancy version of poor people. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that looks like hashish. Yep. Yeah, so this, this looks like as, as like, you know, oh much of narcotics as you're ever going to get. What, yeah. what I'm showing the people right now is just a... It's a brick of tea. A brick of tea. It's a brick of tea. Um, yeah, 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 it's compressed it into bricks. These were like, you know, back in the Silk Road days. You used to throw transport. some baking soda on it. Post- <laughs> 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 baking soda. We're, dr- we're drinking a show, I think it's from this year, 2019. No, 2018. Ooh. And then we're drinking the black tea from... There's actually the 2019 that I tried, and it wasn't good enough, so I went back for my old reliable 2016. Because we got our first black guy in the backyard. <laughs> which is just a regular, <laughs> yeah, no, wait, just a regular Chinese had, black uh, tea. Uh, oh, actually, never mind. You're right. Marcus is here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Marcus. Mark Anthony K. Oh, Sticks is here, took too. my thunder. Oh, there you go. And what? Uh, yeah, right? All right, never it's, mind. You ain't special, Keenan. Apparently not. And Troy, right. they always shit on me. <laughs> If he would have been your kid, he'd have been like, what are you doing here, man? I'm supposed to be the only black guy at this pod. <laughs> um, have you tried G- I've always been intrigued by, like, the process of tea, of pouring tea, of... of uh, Ceremonially? What's it? Uh, uh, not cooking it, but uh, what's it called? Steeping it. Steeping it. Steeping it. Steeping. And then with a lot of teas, like, the first... The first round, is a they'll, wash. like, throw it out. Yeah, depending on, like, you know, Taiwanese are, like, pretty, like, prideful about that. They're like, you don't need to wash Taiwanese teas. They're already clean. So, like, mm. if you're with Taiwanese people, then you're like, don't wash it. It's like, you don't need a condom. Same with Japanese, which might be true, but, like, Chinese teas, generally speaking, people do wash. Isn't there another one where, like, the first the first sip, you don't even drink, you spit it, you spit it out because that's the most bitter anyways, and then right after the tea opens up or something? Might hurt I don't know, the coolest thing about tea is it's, like, you know, second most consumed beverage after water. There's all kinds of fucking It is? Cool. I don't know shit about oh, you, shit. honestly. That's where the money's at, man. Tea and Great coffee. Don't get it twisted. Um, Fuck. There was a whole Joe. fight about it. <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and just another another fun, because like my real purpose for this whole podcast is just to commandeer it and make it all about tea. <laughs> uh, just a fun fact. In China, they Some don't call black tea black tea. They call it red tea. Hey. Hong cha. Just no racist know. beer. Black tea, black tea is actually a different So they call it cha, cha too. Yeah. too. So yeah. this is going to be called FTFT. <laughs> Yo, what should be like? Fucking tea, fucking tea. Tweez definitely just found a little chubs in his mustache straightened out a little bit. His mustache straightened out. FTFT. I'm like, guys. I'm, this is my last podcast. I'm, gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting oh, out too. Low key, he's going solo, ladies and gentlemen. No, this is this going is actually solo. funny. I think one of the first podcasts I ever listened to 
was a tea podcast. Tea pod- <laughs> of course. That makes sense. And it was already like it was like the last episode was like three years earlier, and I was just like listening to it, like hoping it was good. It wasn't good. So oh. there's there's a void in the marketplace. You for good start, tea, but, yeah. but tea people are the fucking worst. Call That's it all thing. about tea. A lot of the tea people I've met are just like two years. Wait, are y'all? I'm, more, I'm, I'm hoping I'm not like that. You are the worst, bro. Hey, we just even you out. Ain't nobody more deeper than me. Hey, I'm hair. So as uh, I'm gonna come around and pour pour a little bit. So these are Taiwanese tea tasting uh, cups. It's like a little setup. So the tall one's like a aroma cup. Okay. And the small one is the one you're actually gonna drink out of. The top one, the tall you one, you only use it. once. Okay. And you're gonna flip it over in a second, which Josh is gonna show you how to do. Okay. Um, and then you take kind of a little sniff, and it gives you an no idea pressure, of what kind of tea bro. you're drinking. Right. <laughs> and then uh, after that, you just keep putting your teacup out if you want more tea and I'll pour you up. Do we keep doing the flip? No, just the one time. Yeah, oh, it's kind okay. of a one time go. If you drink multiple teas, right, so like I this. guess you could do it again once I give you the second Was tea. there pressure applied from your thumb to keep it together? Uh, just a would. little bit. Okay. You, you would, Phil. You would. And then you, uh, right. aroma. Aroma of this shit. It smells great. Okay. And then we just take a sip. Ooh. Right. This Ooh. So this is, a, this is that just traditional Chinese black Oh, tea. yeah. Alright, give me more tea. That was good. Super Ooh, awesome. That man. black that tea really fire. That, that red tea fire. Son. There you go. There you go. That red tea. Learning stuff on the pod. Now, now that is tea. So, what are you guys' beverages of choice? Ooh. While we're on the subject of sounds like coffee. Coffee's in the. You have a mate, actually. Oh, oh, the mate. You have a mate. And also, also guayasa. Also. Oh, guayasa. Do you did you ever go to gunpowder? No. Do you know what do you know gunpowder is? Gunpowder was a guayasa like bar in Venice what? on Main Street that was really? there for like three years. It was the weirdest, weirdest place. I met there. I met there a few That's times delicious. with a friend of mine, and it like went out of business real quick. And the guy that ran it was like this meathead who was just like in it for the wrong reasons. It seemed like mm. he was selling the Whole Foods, and I thought their business was gonna survive, but I don't think it did. But he was like mm. all up on the guayasa. Yeah, so guayasa and and yerba mate are like. It's th- I like the caffeine that they give me better than uh, than coffee. Right, so wait, wait, what is that before you go? <laughs> oh, it's, it's, so it's tea. It's just it's, okay. It's like an alternative to green tea. It's a South American tea. Is the one that you have? With I don't know. Straw. Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah, that whole thing. That's Monte. That's what you see Diego Rossi like dancing around with. Yeah, you know, Ryan's and yeah, all that shit. Have yeah. a lot of that. Everyone's bringing to the parks. It's, it's, delicious. I I it's like the elixir of the I gods. I can bring it out for you. I got, I got, I got one in. He's got. Of course, you got it. You're a tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that shit is really good though, man. But your your Monte kind of fucking knocks me though. It's it's like it's not as strong as coffee, but like coffee rocks my world. Your Monte like kind of fucks me up. So here's a question. But I'm into the culture of it. Is this, is this the right portion, or is this like a sample portion, or? So there's you know I'm, I'm trying to understand. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. different ways to drink tea, obviously, and like by no means do I know them all or would advocate for one being better than the other or anything mm-hmm. like that. But like when you're drinking out of this little like vessel that I'm using, which is called a gaiwan, and you're like with multiple people in this sort of format, like and you're like tasting. You know, you generally are tasting out of like smaller cups and you're just sort of like enjoying it. Oh, and you, okay. Like this tea, I'll keep steeping it for like six or seven or eight times. Um, and it'll keep giving the same leaves, flavor. right? Yeah, 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 it'll yeah. keep doing it. You're just using more tea. leaves for, a, for like a smaller area, but you're doing it faster. Like these steeps, I'm probably doing like 10 or 15 seconds. Um, mm. Versus like, you know, when you Sounds rock your. <laughs> when you rock your tea bags and you're just like leaving that shit in there for like five minutes, right. that's, that's like a different kind of tea, a different like thing. Not to say that you can't do that, 
And sometimes mm-hmm. I do, like when I'm Indian teas, for instance, you can't, generally speaking, not that you can't, people don't typically like Darjeeling. India is like most famous for black teas, like, you know, in the right. British Empire when they like started maintaining their like tea gardens there and why that was such a big part of the British Empire was because of black tea specifically, which a lot of English will then cut with milk and Lots of shit. British <laughs> taking over countries for tea. Yeah. yeah. Like, do it for the cocaine like so the Americans funny. did. Come on, you fucking ass. I mean, this is a new experience for you, so I'm fucking loving it. This is sticking there. So, have you had something called jade oolong tea? Of course. And that, I really like that one. That's my favorite. Oh, Keenan coming with his homework right here. Keenan knows about the oolong? Yeah, it's, the great thing about that is that it, when you drink it, you can smell Ooh, a potpourri of flowers immediately Ooh. right after. Oh, shit. It's it's weird because you think you didn't eat flowers, but for some reason you could smell it so strongly like it was in your nose. You're fucking liar. Shut up. Suck my <laughs> yeah, fat no, so, black dick. No, and, but, no, he's speaking the truth. We got, we got my boy in the Keenan's. <laughs> Spitting facts, people are throwing shit at him, but like, <laughs> what it is, what it is, is this like, what's crazy about tea, and like, there are like, like jasmine tea, which has mm-hmm. tea plus mm-hmm. jasmine, or like uh, Earl Grey, which has tea plus bergamot, wow. like flavoring. There are flavored teas, which like, I don't really fuck with that hard, probably yeah. besides those two, which are like kind of more like traditional flavoring. But, you know, then you got like peach and mango teas, mm, which yeah. like, you know, like try, like raspberry. Stop tetrifying raspberry, the tea. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> White people need to get out of the way. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. So like, so just like do the thing that has been working for five thousand years. You know? like, there's a reason it's been going on for a long time. You don't need coconut flakes in your fucking tea, all right? And oh you don't need like God, rock dude. sugar. <laughs> like just get all that shit out of there. Fucking don't put sweetener. Let's yeah. drink like Irish He's or like, British tea style. Tea and it's been great for it's been thousands so of years. And what he said was true. And the reason I brought it up about the jade thing is like. Jade oolong, for example, it's like it it smells that one varietal and the way that it was harvested is everything in the, it's the that same leaf is the same plant as the black tea that you're drinking now. It's only oh, the where it was you know the the terroir like where it was grown like how high up on the fucking mountain like the same as wine like the soil in that area like how the harvesting methods the time of year it was plucked like how and in which ways like the processing will differ which will bring out the, the flavor you're talking about there's even like crazy shit where there's like certain bugs in taiwan that bite like some of the oolong varietals which then the, those plants react to the being attacked and they like give out like a different thing but it's a natural flavor Man. right like you better not all be giving us some no bug tea <laughs> <laughs> no, I should. it's really good i can't uh, the name He's is like, no, me. i should this, this is beetles I'm ass and they also have caffeine Coffee that comes out of like yeah. cat shit, right? Cafe, yeah. Lom- Cafe Lombok. The Wait, yellow. that's cat shit coffee? No, it's it's a small like little Indonesian creature which like eats the coffee, then poops it out, and then people brew that. Oh, I've heard about. They that. have it in yes. Santa Monica. Yes, it's, yes, uh, there's yes. a place Hell called the, nah. the Funnel Mill. Yeah. Funnel Mill in Santa Monica. <laughs> yeah. has, about that. Santa Monica, you, you guys say. have all yeah. tried shrooms. That grew out of some shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, facts. <laughs> <laughs> I really haven't, because psychedelics scare me. Same. Yeah, psychedelics scare the shit. As they should. You know what blows my mind is who was the first person to be like these leaves, man? (laughs) (laughs) These leaves right here. I'm gonna do something. That's how I think about like a lot of this shit. We there's like like, there's like five different. Yo, fried chicken is the most cool food in the world. Oh really? Think about it. Like who? Like there's like tears of someone who like lost someone. See if the audience picks it up. I think I had this moment where I was high and I was eating fried chicken. They taught you about how it was processed? And no, and then I thought about how fucking cruel it is because it's just chicken 
that's lathered in flour and chicken fetus and then fried. Yeah. Wait, chicken lathered in flour and chicken fetus? Egg yolk. Egg yolk. Oh, oh, shit. Someone's never cooked. And I was like, yo. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, yo, fried chicken is a fucked up food. And then there was a, I, I think I actually had that epiphany while I was eating chicken katsu. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Japanese style where they yeah. cook the chicken katsu in egg. Right. Yeah, oh, the yeah, Korean. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I was like, yo, this is fucked up. <laughs> what I want to know is who was the genius that put the egg inside of a, cu- a bowl of ramen? Because that shit is everything. Yeah. When you cook it all, it's Also consider like pizza, because that's a process. Like, who was the first person to be like, yo, this works? I've been talking so much. You know? Yeah, the no, way it's just, yeah, just baking in general. Yeah. Like flour and water yeah. and throwing it on some heat. Like who thought of that shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I mean, you know what you know what I was I've been reading this book called The Secret History of America by Manly P. Hall. And one of the most fascinating things I came across was uh, that they have evidence, written evidence and documents, including some of the hieroglyphics in some of the Native American uh, murals that uh, that Chinese, Japanese, just in general, Asian culture had actually gotten to America before Columbus and all that other oh, shit yeah, that everybody's yeah. talking about. Specifically, what they did was they decided to leave that place alone, but impart some of the culture, like things mm. that they cook, the way uh, basket weaving and shit, like a bunch. That sounds of, like some Chinese and Korean shit to do, but Japan would have taken that shit over. <laughs> yeah, Japan would have taken that yeah, shit over. They would have run that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, it's hey, yo, you're right. Speaking. You're right. You're right. You're right. The facts don't lie. You know what I mean? It's true. What That's are your guys' uh, drinks of choice? Uh, Anything tamarindo. Anything tamarindo. Yeah. That shit is pretty really? good, man. I want to see you drink a lot of different things, Sean. So I'm not sure what you're thinking. <laughs> <is. laughs> He's calling Seaman. you out, bro. He's like, I don't know if you have one. Well, oh, no. anything tamarind flavor, though, man. Like, tamarind had uh, haritos. Scotch. Joe's a big. Gin. Brown, brown, Whiskey, brown liquor yeah, yeah. person. I'm a brown liquor person oh, yeah. for sure. What is, what is the king of all brown liquor? Oh, what's the king? Oh wait, of y'all are talking about fucking alcohol. Or I, a, I, I like cognac. <laughs> I prefer a whiskey. Um, like a little single malt. Yeah. Uh, shit, that's a good question. What is the so king of juice. all brown? So juice? I hate ah. so. Actually, the Japanese so have some really good whiskey. Oh, yeah. 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 Japanese have some phenomenal Put us on, put us on Joe, because I all I know is some Tori. What's that? All I know is some Tori. Some milkies? For a good time. Hibiki. Yeah, Hibiki's a really good one. Damn, that's a good question. Whatever's at my Costco. Whatever. Some Yanji. Damn, I really like Glenn Levitt. Yeah. Like a lot. I, I really enjoy Glenn Lovett. That's probably one of oh, my, my alcohol favorites. connoisseur over here. Glenn Lovett's uh, good. I like Glenn Lovett. I like, I like Oban. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oban yeah. is one of my favorites. Have you ever had Redbreast? No, oh. I haven't. If you're, if you're Sounds a fan like of a pink nipple. If you're a fan of Jameson. <laughs> At least had one. Which I was told once at a fancy whiskey bar. I'm like, I don't know. I like Jameson. And he's like, I love Redbreast. And I tried that shit and I was like, <laughs> I was like, off to the Irish. I like, I like Black Bear. Dark Dweez, let's go. I got a question. <laughs> What's everyone's favorite brand of beer? Like, what what does everyone Ooh. choose in terms of beer? Uh, it's got to be Hogarth. 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 Yeah, yeah Hogarth. that's yeah. I'm so proud. West of Fauner. <laughs> <Fonner. laughs> Allow yeah. me to interject. What'd you say? What'd you say? Uh, Weston Fauner. Uh, He's all German, I'm guessing. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Belgian. Belgian beer. Belgian. Um, and then the Francis Connor Hefenweizen. Mm. Yeah, I love yeah. that. 
I picked the one with the monk on it always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know that's how that's beer the, was created. Yeah, yeah that's the oldest course. one. Yeah. It's the oldest beer. Right, well, in I the thought world. I had a little fact. Fuck y'all, <laughs> fuck y'all educated motherfuckers. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm a huge fan of sours, uh, oh, but if I had to, if I had to, if I had to choose a beer, I'm a huge fan of Sam Adams beers. Mm. I love Sam Adams. He has Adam. them all in his fridge. Yeah, Sam, Sam Adams, Adams all day. Fucking babes um, and that stuff. Well, me, like you guys know how I drink beer. I. <laughs> Yeah, only shotguns. So like light beers that I can shotgun. If not, I like high percentage beers that aren't IPAs mm. or stouts. Um, my favorite beer would probably come from a brewery in Fullerton, actually called uh, Bootleggers, uh, called Golden Chaos, which is like a Belgian oh, beer. It's a Belgian beer, but it's eight and a half percent. Two when you get a head change. We're talking about breweries, then Russian River is probably my favorite. Stop talking nasty. Hey, I, what's up? I, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> give a fucking a shout out to uh, to Three Weavers, man. Three Weavers, Weavers. in Inglewood, the yeah. their their spots right right by the Randy's Donuts is actually like a pretty cool. Right like, behind it, or right yeah, right behind really? it. Oh, okay, it's like right off the freeway, and uh, their Seafarer Kolsch is like the most crushable. <coughs> craft beer I've ever had. So it's like you can drink it like you drink like any old run-of-the-mill light beer, but it's also like really delicious. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Mm, so that's kind of like that yeah. one strikes the right balance for me. It's the one that's the light blue can with the little waves on it. Okay. But at I the end of the day, like, fuck you, give me a Modelo can and shot. Yo, Modelo's, man. <laughs> <laughs> Modelo time. <laughs> I'm not a fan so, of Mexican beers. The only Mexican beer that I will drink... because he's racist against yeah, his, his own Mexican. culture. <laughs> Shut up. The only Mexican Sorry, beer that I will Korean drink... is fucking trash, too. It's Pacifico. Yeah, hey, for life, I only though, have man. Pacifico I... when I have a, a michelada. Why you guys uh, say Pacifico on Mexico? <laughs> Pacifico. I know. I love, I love like... The tea kind of reminds me of the whole like when you have a dress code at any place that you go to, there's something about a dress code. You don't even go to bars and clubs. It's well, about historically. The, the, historically. Point, the point I'm trying to make, though, the point I'm trying to make is that there's something about the the way it informs behavior. Oh, you, you know what I mean? Because we're not. That's so why I never go to more class. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like the action, motherfuckers. Hey. <laughs> 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 Yes. We should do a crossover pod that's like oops all dickheads. And like oops all scholars, you know? Hey. Episodes where it's just so like happens me to be. and Joe. Yeah. <laughs> and then all and four of you guys. Yeah, we can get real sophisticated and then you guys could just talk shit the whole time. That's true. Actually, I feel like Keenan would want to be on our pod and talk yeah. about dicks the whole time. And then and then we'll make the own our own listeners segment <laughs> off into tribal <laughs> things and do our own experiments let's just, about let's just do a mastermind <laughs> let's just do a fucking US we're tour we're gonna do man. a tour, yeah, we'll do a tour. We FCFC and noob all yo Verizon Amphitheater we're gonna be <laughs> <laughs> FCFC yeah, cross that's a dream that'd be awesome dude, dude I really do want to do a show we uh, want to do a live at a venue show, yeah. we want to do a live live show at a venue I, I we do too but it also kind of like 
I, I'm a little weary about it because it does change the dynamic of it, right? Absolutely. Right now, we're just chilling in the backyard having a conversation. Yeah, but we just we just put up a bunch of pop-up but, chairs right no, no, here. No, 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 but then, you when know, you're, you're in front of a crowd, live, and they're there. Yeah. when you're in front of a crowd, no matter what, you ha- it has to they're be interact interact somewhat yeah. of a show, yeah. right? So it's going to be a little different. So I, I worry about that just because I'm just over here. Like Most of the time, we're just over here chilling like and talking and no showmanship. We're slouched over. Like, I don't know if the venue's going to let me be packing these bowls like I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's we true, though. Bring our true. own alcohol. Like, I'm not, I don't want to drink you, those. You bring, a, you bring a really good point, and that, and that shows, actually, to the awareness that you're bringing to things. Because it is true that when you're on stage, there's a degree of theatricality that mm-hmm. has to take place no matter what. The very act of observing something changes the thing that's being observed. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so, so, like, people like DJ Felly Fell, you know what I mean? Like, that's a radio face. Homeboy's ugly. Yeah. He should stay on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes it's just, like, certain, certain things, like, we should stay in our own lane. Sometimes you'll so, release uh, a single and you're like, okay, don't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I do have yeah, that's right, Felly Fell. I said that. I shit. do have a homie, though. Stuff. I do have a homie who has a, a spot not too far from here in K-Town. Uh, it's called Zone Rouge. And it's like a co-working space by day, but at night you can put together whatever it is you want, Ooh. as long as you bring people. So we could actually run the experiment. Hey. Well, let's just let's just like off top right now for the thrill of it all. What would you do at a live show? Uh, we were what thinking about having line? musical acts prior. So yeah. the main line is the main headlines us, but we'll have musical acts leading up to us. You Ooh, make it more true. of a variety show, yeah, than just you know just just the pod. You don't want it to just be the pod because I'm sure people will get more than just the pod. Um, so you have a couple of opening acts with music or poetry or so it's comedy. Like Letterman, we're on Letterman all Yeah, time. yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty um, sure he's also... gonna whip his dick out at some point. It'll always be out. Hey, <laughs> I'm on stage, show but Keenan talks a big game. It, it remind. Oh, we went to go see. The, the, <laughs> we went to go see a, a Joe Budden podcast the other time. Live. Oh, shit. yeah, we saw that. Yeah, so we it works. It works. And one of the things that I noticed that they did that I know would have made the night different had it not been there is one of the guys on the show has been looking for love for a long time. Mal. Mal. Yeah. So yeah. So that. Well, he's not looking. He's one of those guys right. that are too cool to kick it. Right. Which is what I love about Mal. Mm-hmm. And so, so like, what they did was dude, they were trying man. to set him up with anybody in the audience that might be looking for the same uh, thing. You know what I mean? Uh, um, yeah, doing some crowd work. Exactly. Crowd it's called a shot definitely. at mall. I think that's what it's called. Right? Oh, was that? Th- I think I saw the video. It was like a big girl. Like he chose the big girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he was wearing like a pink yeah, shirt. Man. I can't remember exactly. Uh, what there was, was like a pretty fire girl, and there was a big girl. And he, he didn't have to choose one girl. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, so there is, shit. there's a, as long as there's a small degree, or we frame it and communicate that there will be some interaction. Mm-hmm. The rest of it is like, now sit your ass back down and let us do what we do. You yeah. know what I mean? Which is like, there's that. Man, he just turned into a 1990 rapper right there. Y'all want to be like, like freaked out at all that the audience knows so much about your life? Not at all. It's too late for me. I expose way too much. Here's the thing though. Okay, here's the thing. Like, uh, Philly and I, we've been performing our for lives, years, basically. our whole lives. Do like, what? Music. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's our background. <laughs> what did you like, guys do? <laughs> no, music. Also, you know, I had a couple of stints in West Hollywood, but I won't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, did, we did the whole Sunset Circuit. We've done, you know, I've traveled, like, internationally to perform. It's been, and like, stuff, in Romania so. and shit. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, kind yeah. of music were you making? Like, hip-hop. Hip-hop, R&B. 
If you were singing, singing like rapping, like some, yeah. some house, all the shows over yeah. here, right? Did you do something at USC? I've done everything. Yeah. yeah, you guys might have crossed each other's paths since you're a hip hop head yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might have yeah. went to one of his shows and not even know it. What was what was the stage name? Well, the we're the Minorities Report. That's Minority we're called the Minorities Report. Report. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we did a lot of stuff, and and myself just as a solo artist, I was able to travel and and do shows abroad, like so. To me, the stage is not unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Same mm-hmm. with Phil. You know, Phil's Phil has been living with me since he was like 14, 15. Mm-hmm. So you I know? got to just be. So I had actually his, his extra ID, and we would just I would just go to the bars with them. Like you know, I got corrupt early. That's why I don't even drink or anything anymore. Because I honestly burnt I think, out yeah. early. Yeah, yeah, he burnt yeah, out. He early. Oh, yeah. I don't school. know how the fuck I made it through high school, man. No, I I, I feel the same. <laughs> when I think back on the shit that I was doing when I was like, you know. 21, like 18 to 21, 25. I'm like, how the fuck did I even like have the balls or the energy to do all this? <laughs> yeah. shit? Because you were 18, 21, yeah, 25. You were invincible back then. Yeah. Now I'm not so invincible. Like, yeah, like, man, I'm wrist pretty, damage. I'm, pretty I'm like, oh my God. God. You gotta, oh, you gotta hold the box this side up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. So for this live show, you'd want people to just walk away being entertained. Absolutely. Just yeah. like Ideally, entertainment would be the first goal. I, I would just, hate just for them to be bored. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. is something that I think we could do because who wouldn't want to watch a bunch of dudes just wild out and talk bullshit? Well, you know? I think, I think Especially if they have the ability to interact with us. Mm-hmm. You know, if if we're talking some bullshit and we say, hey, what do you guys think? Yeah. And they'd be like, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. And be like, like hey, give this person the mic. See, but that, that's know? also an interesting t- thing, too, is, like, you guys, I think, are able to do it a little more because your platform is more just you three talking on whatever yeah, topics we do you talk feel about like. Bullshit. Us <laughs> is like we interview somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's 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 a little bit of a different Which kind of works. David Letterman has his interview thing in front True, of the big audience. True, but he's interviewing fucking big star, mega stars. Yeah, 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 it yeah, doesn't yeah, matter yeah. what the yeah. fuck he's saying. Let's all fucking yeah. listen. They can like, say, I stood up. We'll just get Will on, and then everybody will uh, Will Smith, you guys know? Yeah, that's, oh, that was going to be my joke. Oh, damn it, he stole it. My bad. <laughs> Keenan, you did it again. God, God damn it. You everything. She next met you. Well, you <laughs> ruined my life. I, I, think, I think it's I fascinating. I hate my life so much. <laughs> I get it now. I get it. <laughs> no matter where he goes. No matter where he goes. I, I don't think there's ever a place where I'm ever... It's all, I'm the same, bro. But that's uh, why he's my best friend. You know? <laughs> I've, known, I've literally known Keenan for like 20... Three, we're, 20, 20, we're coming up on our 25th yeah. in like next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 25 years. Yeah. Fine. We're supposed to go to Japan. How long have I known she? It's the only one closer. closer. <laughs> You're asking everybody like, else? How wait, long have I known this other person? Are you, are you cool <laughs> telling them the story of like how comfortable you are as friends with oh me? Oh my God. I don't care. <laughs> he, he, I don't was, even know what they're talking no, about. Somebody was asking, you know... How close? How really close we are? All right. So how many things Joe- did you stick in the bag? <laughs> <laughs> Joe said, "Like I am so close to Keenan. Like we've known each other for so long that if I was sitting on the toilet and he had to take a shit, he can sit on my lap <laughs> and take a shit Yo. if he really needed it. Like it was actually, it was if I was taking a shit and he needed a piss, I or would spread piss, my yeah. legs <laughs> so he could get in there. Like, <laughs> like, like go ahead, player. Go ahead, right, right here." Korean dudes see each other naked all the time. Because if you're close in Korea, you, you'll, like, take yeah. a boys' trip to the bathhouse. Oh, yeah. right. Right, right, right. And whatever. Right. Everybody yeah. sees each other hey, I want to take a trip to the bathhouse. Hey, I'm interrupting the naked. This is different, right? This, this, is this is the second tea now. Oh, yeah. thank you. It's a little darker, uh, okay. I noticed. This, yeah. is the sh- this is the show where the cook where... If you go to dim sum restaurants, they'll serve you... 
probably a version of this because like for a lot of Chinese it's like good for like digestion when you're eating oh. it just, I was just about to say this is more of like a woody like yeah. earthy kind of tea it reminds yeah, me like of the people who hate it like it tastes like dirt what, what's but it called again nah, I, I, I like this one it. poor this is poor this is poor. show poor there's two types of poor one is shung and one is show one is Shung. ripe one is like raw um, ah. this one is like okay Basically, people loved the taste of poor so much, but it took so long to accelerate a similar taste that in the 70s, they developed a way to do it faster by wet piling the tea on top of each other to, like, expedite. Poor is the only, like, post-fermented tea um, mm. of, like, the regular tea canon, uh, you could say. This is the brick tea? This is the brick tea, yeah. And, mm. and a lot of them, you'll see big discs. Yeah. Um, they'll be, be, like, yeah, 300 and whatever, 50-gram cakes. This is, like, 100 grams. Uh, split into two and they have a, they have like the little easy way you can like break it off so you know the portions but yeah like but so why, Shung th- Poor, why 350 grams? I don't know actually I think it's like 352 it's some weird and that's a good question I feel like I used to know the answer to it but um come on dude get it together I was, I was, I was, I was, I was in my drug dealer old, old drug dealer room dude, the best part about it's like 450 the best part about learning about tea is just like the sheer impossibility of ever either retaining the information or like actually getting to the bottom of it why it's, it's too much it's it's, it's like it's the longest yeah, yeah it's that's just how like, i feel about life yeah it's a little bit of a metaphor it's just like What's you just point, give up man? like you're never gonna know you just like fuck around and like try different teas and hopefully oh, you like okay. it you know that's how it is i can see why like people life. went to war for this oh yeah lipton gang homie yeah how do you feel about those generic teas that are out in the store shelves no i'm not that i don't think i'm that much of a snob about it like yeah you know people like it then you like it it's just like but you're trash. <laughs> you're, you're a trash he person. Said that. Right? He yeah. said that. <laughs> this is my shit. Like yeah. I like I like this. So if I know that this is available, I'll rather have this. Okay. Like when I was in Colombia, I lived in Medellin for a while, and I was like, you were in Medellin. Medellin. Big dick swinging over here. Everywhere. Isn't that the famous uh, um, city for libraries? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what Medellin. Guess what? Guess what? actually famous for libraries so and I, I was, was spending my time at the library oh, okay that's badass that's the code name library hey i've got two rules in my you life it, i've got two rules and i've stayed with them from the beginning no cigarettes no cocaine oh okay I'm sorry, I come from an addictive life. family, so it's like I'm trying to avoid that. <laughs> ah, yeah. But like, no, in all honesty, and people would ask me about that, and I'd be like, dude, I really, like, my favorite part about Medellin is the library parks. Yeah, these yeah. beautiful, like, f- financed by different designers from around the world, like, library parks that, if you ever visit Medellin, they're, like, stunning. There's, like, one that's a Japanese designer, one that's, like, a Spanish designer, when, like, they're all over the city in, like, underserved parts. And like, yeah, there's like beautiful architecture there. They're really mm. great design. But half the fucking Shit, that's people what Cerritos is in Medellin don't even know about <laughs> Cerritos. <laughs> Cerritos is known for Cerritos Auto Square ah, and our motherfucking library, yeah. bro. So <laughs> I'm coming out this. I know where you're library. coming from, oh, dude. That's right, <laughs> we have a titanium <laughs> ceiling, a roof. What's <laughs> <laughs> up? Anyways, when I was in <laughs> <laughs> downtown, has a dope ass library. Yeah, right downtown, oh, Cerritos. <laughs> Cerritos gang. I bring six dollars thrown up a set. Yo, Pico Library, what's up? K-Town living. Have you been to the Library of Congress? I have not. It's a pretty awesome spot. It's hard to get into, like, actually on the floor. You're, you're allowed to get on the... Oh, my God. You're allowed there's to get a, on the second floor to look a, inside. There's a place called the Philosophical Research Society over here in Los Feliz that was founded by Manly P. Hall, uh, the guy referencing the book I was talking about earlier. Mm. He, he's actually slowly... I mean, he passed away now, but his, him and his entire... Uh, collective of people have been trying to put to get back together sort of the Library of Alexandria 
but it's oh. been it's been kept under wraps for the most part because a lot of the books there like you have to ask for like from a list what you want to read and they'll bring it out because a lot of the shit is brittle but they're all really like crazy ass books that you wouldn't Wait, find they still papers from the real library they have like ancient they got they have, they have like crazy shit like papyrus shit yeah. it, the yeah. only reason I was allowed to even get in uh, was because was because uh, there were there were some Prince Hall Masons they're uh, sucking each other's dicks later. <laughs> Wait, so they were involved with uh, the uh, Knights Templar and stuff like that. With everything, like shit. that's that's where most of the shit is being stored. So we need uh, to rob crazy. that. I mean, go <laughs> there and check it out and see. No, I think yeah. you guys yeah. would have a ball. Adventure, no. a cold adventure, robbing the fucking library. Yo, no. National, tra- yo, I'm Nick Cage, get at us, bro. Come on, Nick Cage, get out here. No, I love all that shit, but the but the reason I brought up Medellin in the first place to prove that I'm not like a beverage snob or to like give some context on what that would even mean is like you don't know what you haven't had yet, right? Mm. Like so, in Colombia in Medellin, most people drink, drink tinto, which is just like it's the equivalent of like Lipton tea bags. It's mm. just like some you know some bullshit. Go to the place, get your little tinto, hit it, right? But there's, like, the best coffee in the world, or arguably, I don't know enough about coffee, like, Columbia. right outside of Medellin. Like, you could fucking take a bus 20 minutes to get there. All that shit's exported. Yeah. Because they can get higher amounts for it abroad, right? So that's most, generally speaking, like, exported. I talked to, like, a guy who was running, like, a, like a tea, sh- or I'm sorry, a coffee shop in Medellin, in, like, the more rich district. Like, they're really investing to try to push it. They even had, like, a stand at the airport, like, a kiosk at the airport about like just giving like them the best coffee like giving the people of Medellin like the best coffee possible and it was just like an uphill battle because it's like yeah it's like a little bit more expensive but like comparatively speaking like you could have like the best thing but you never have had it so you just think like you just drink tinto right Right. so that's how I kind of feel about the tea thing is just like people and it's funny in like the restaurant world right because you could go to a restaurant and you pay like five dollars at like a fancy restaurant and get like they'll give you a tea bag that's what I was saying. We went to a ramen spot. It was uh, six bucks or something like that. That's some bullshit. It was right? like Lipton tea bag. I was yeah. like, what the it's, fuck it's is this? It's the last frontier for like restaurants because even restaurants will do like fancy coffee now or like any liquor or anything. Of course, if like you if they serve you some fucking like Bud Light in the can, like hell, there's your like your nine dollar beer. Like, what the fuck? It came yeah. out, it's like nice restaurant. Yeah. They serve me Bud Light. culture yeah. in America like, is not there. But no. it, yeah, it's like it's it's really bad. But even in like Russia, when I was there last year, they had like this tea that we're drinking now. They had it at like pizza places. Wow. Like tea, their tea game was like. They do what, not Russians know. are like notoriously. What, like actually, what country has the best coffee though? So I don't. I mean, the only coffee farms I ever visited was Colombia. You guys might know more, but I don't know a lot about coffee. Yeah, Why? Yeah, really yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I know. That they have. The, they have like the best uh, cacao. Like, <laughs> they have the best cacao. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I live in the U.S., man. I don't know. I actually have a friend who has a coffee subscription service. He runs a He's like one of the more prominent ones in LA. It's called the LA Coffee Club. What up, Tone? Uh, but uh, but now you don't get no free shout out, bro. No, but he travels. He travels around the world looking for great coffee. Vietnam, bro. Yeah, so he's gone everywhere. He's been to, to I think he's been to Africa, to Colombia. He's been like literally all over the mm. world, just finding the best coffee. Mm. So I. I, I'm gonna ask him, be like, "Yo, where's the best coffee come from?" I think it's quick, but then that's subjective. I mean, well, like, yeah, subjective. No, Ethiopia the most. The biggest growers of coffee are, I think, is it Brazil or Colombia? 
probably one, it one of the two. The it's Brazil yeah. or Colombia yeah. and Vietnam. It's true. It doesn't mean yeah, they're the best. It doesn't mean they're the best. It just produces. Yeah. To me, Vietnam has some really good. That shit's crack. If you ever get like Vietnamese <laughs> coffee with the condensed <laughs> milk. But I do got to give a shout out to my Ethiopian people. Because I do believe Ethiopians did invent, quote unquote, invent coffee. That's like the process of brewing coffee. And if you ever want to just no get shit. your fucking mind ripped, go to Little Ethiopia. Go to any of the traditional restaurants there oh, the and shakies? order the traditional style coffee, which they like roast the beans in front of you mm. inside oh, this shit. little like canister thing and then try it. And it's just like, dude, it's like some other shit that like it'll send you up like the caffeine situation that it was like straight to my veins, like dweez to the outer dimension. Actually, Sachi and I went there for like our third date and I almost blew the whole thing just because oh, I went there. So I was like, hey, how do you like to tell me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a cool place. Oh, it's kind of weird. Like, I've never been there. I want to go. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, like, just weird. Weird. Yeah, I can't imagine a wired dweez. Like, his conversations I, would be so fucking nuts. I wish the viewers could see the face that dweez just gave me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it was my the best thing in the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like Joe dude, probably got yeah. the best view out of it. I was like, oh yeah. shit, the oh, Deer podcast. I just try to tell coffee. you guys how my life goes you know? <laughs> <laughs> with my face. But yeah, I think like that that would be like an interesting. I don't know enough about coffee. Someone interesting. Else, someone else. This one definitely tastes better the second time around. Like the flavors more. There. Yeah, the flavors different the second time. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Most of it changes. That's one of the cool things about doing like the re-steeping stuff is like it just keeps changing. That's okay. dope, man. The, the Shung Pour is actually like the most complex one. You, that that shit will like. You go from like, wait, I'm still drinking the same tea. Like, it's really, really different each one. Guys, not to shit on the rest of the pod, but I think my favorite segment is Dweez. It wasn't planned, but we get drunk during the pod, and then we have tea time to sober up. <laughs> uh, okay. This is perfect. It's good. I'm it's like the equivalent of going to eat pho after you get a good yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. pho after, like, <laughs> a blunt after a rave, you know what I mean? Like, we, like, we like culinary combos in our lives, you know? <laughs> but I actually don't appreciate Joe just taking shots at our <laughs> No, I'm hey, saying no, we had a great throw. pod, Welcome guys, to the club, all right? This yeah. right here hey, is You just got to go on their pod and do the, cool. you know, I know. Favorite, favorite, you know what I'm saying? bring you guys on. Like, yeah, you know what? I like this segment better than the fucking new one you guys. Yo, yo fuck soapboxes. I don't like soapboxes. Yo, man. I don't fuck with that shit. <laughs> yeah. The final segment of our pod is the soapbox talk where everybody gets a moment to to kind of have their own platform and speak on what they want to speak on. Mm. That's how we close out our I'm podcast. I'm pretty sure that was Joe's idea, too, because I, I don't remember ever suggesting <laughs> It actually was. It actually was. Does anyone idea. ever, like, take the soapbox to, like, the next level and you're like, yo, you got to no. wrap it up, bring up the wrap-up box? Oh, this guy right here. Do we do the wrap-up box for people? Or you don't try to time no. it. Like, not no, everyone, no, it's time not, it. no, not all soapboxes are created equal. Yeah, Their no, podcasts yeah, are two not. and a half hours long. So <laughs> they really are. No, we, we, we let the person ride whatever they're going to say, you know, and, and, and it just, they take it wherever they don't want. To say anything like uh, raised on TV. Oh yeah, just yeah. be quiet. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice that you aired him out like that. Well, <laughs> some, people, some people just don't know how to. Like, hey, no hate on that. Be quiet all these No, hey, well, <laughs> without trying to like commandeer your idea, but maybe giving like a trailer for what your pod might yeah, be. Like, should we, should we, no, should we finish this? Hey, should we just finish this with a little soapbox? Yeah. Hey, maybe you guys could show. Maybe maybe you guys yeah. could show us how it's done. Maybe you guys could show us how it's done, and then these are like tribes going. We bring to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ye
which is on Here's the last your blankets now yeah. die <laughs> on the last episode i was talking about that, how there's no exchange of culture anymore and mm. i think that podcasting might actually be that new frontier that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying Jeez. after what i've experienced tonight i think that may be the actual new frontier i mean that's the main difference between like the radio world versus yeah, the yeah, podcast yeah, world yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the podcast world is definitely a lot more inclusive yeah. It's not yes. competing with each other. Yes. Everyone has their own lane. Yeah. You're just trying to pick off little people from each other's lanes and everyone's okay with yeah. it. Yeah. So it is definitely like, mm. like yeah. could you imagine being on the radio at like seven in the morning and just be like, we're just talking about shit. Oh, <laughs> <it's fucking laughs> well. yeah. Any any time the three two five two does an event before noon, You're like, I'm right? pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> like he's not the same. To me, I just feel like a lot so of people in three two six two just don't like resting. Yeah. Um, and I would like you guys to try it sometime and you might enjoy it. <laughs> let's just do the, you know, if it's a 7 o'clock match, maybe like a 12 or 1 o'clock tailgate start time. Wait, and is this, so th- is this the soapbox? Is he soapboxing? Keep it up then. You, 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 you do your thing. You do you. I'm just saying, guys, in general, <laughs> I'm putting it out there. If we're not, if we don't let ourselves get sloppy drunk, we're we're able to give more in what we came there to do. Sure. So keep your shit together. If you can't handle your liquor, don't fucking take it. Bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great so that was great, great. great. I, like that. Yeah. I know. I've been listening to the new pod a little. I learned some things. Oh, man. Uh, new pod, new pod heads. Give, give us some soapboxes. What's going on? Uh, are, you are, you guys, are, you, are we like, are we, you guys are usually prepared for this part, right? Well, you already have it, or are you, you That's the only one I'm prepared. Okay. Philly's infamous for starting his soapbox with, guys, I didn't prepare anything. Yeah. And then he'll go on a rant for like, yeah, for like 15 minutes. He's like, I prepared nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You, so he's basically Josh and Dweez in one person. Yes. Sixty-one percent, thirty-nine percent. Ah, you remember? Yeah, my soapbox uh, for tonight um, is two quick things. One, a conversation I was having with Philly earlier about the neighborhood and seeing how, because you know, I, I grew up here, I live near, not too far from here, and having this very nice campus of USC and seeing just the sort of low. Uh, style of the neighborhood with the houses and the streets and the upkeep and then the bars and fences everywhere uh, was a little was a little concerning in my mind and just going through thoughts of like how did it get like this and where to go and you know where's you know the money in the area uh, so it's it's definitely something that was on my mind about you know what can be done what should be done how you know it was just uh, very interesting to walk around. Uh, and this was during the daytime too. Mm. I'm definitely gonna walk with somebody with me to my car on <laughs> the way back, which is only like two blocks away. But um, yeah, that I was just that just popped in my head early today, and then also I'm on a uh, masturbation hiatus, so <laughs> I'm not allowed to uh, masturbate until uh, my business starts picking up and I, I acquire some new clients and get things going. Uh, so it's gonna be very difficult. Well, what kind of business is this? Just in case you, you could pick up some business to get you on your masturbating ways. Oh to, yeah, to yeah. please help me out. I'm gonna start a GoFundMe for you. <laughs> Kickstarter. Get a Kickstarter going. <laughs> uh, um, it's gonna uh, right now. The one thing I can do and do really really well is build signs for people. Uh, backlit signs uh, or any type of style of signs doesn't have to be backlit, but 
Um, I did one for a group that Philly was with for a music group. I did one for a theater group. It's good work. Uh, yeah, it's it, it actually generates interest, mm. and people apparently need signs, even though there's a bunch of sign companies already out there, but the ones that I make are unique and cater to specifically to the uh, star reaching out to the cannabis industry, bro. I was told about that. Yeah, quite. They're, quite they're heavily, always so. looking for new ways to have POSs. You know, yeah. have neon signage or any type of signage okay. in shops and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, yeah. It's just a booming industry where a lot of these shops are being bought out by bigger conglomerates. I heard about that. Yeah, in the, and, in the and warehouse they need to industry, their whole shit. Yeah. So if you, if anybody knows anybody who needs a sign in any particular way, it doesn't matter how big or how small. We all know size doesn't matter, right, guys? Showers, uh, not growers. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that cold out One here. One time for the eighth. <laughs> That's such a distressing noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really did enjoy it. Sounded it sounded more like it was deflating than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't enjoy that. It sounded like the money shot inside of a car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, or, I'm very or, upset or, you made that sound. Hey, I'm with it. Team yeah. Dickhead. Team Dickhead. Yeah, that's my two-step. That's, that's my some two real shit, dude. Hell yeah, dude. We'll be here. We'll leave freaking Keenan's um, info in the description. That's hey. fucking real, dude. I love that. That's yeah. a fucking actual servers that people need. So yeah. Go. Yeah. Let's uh, <laughs> I'm going to start it as I notoriously do. I definitely did not prepare the Starbucks. True to form, maybe. That's if, I, if, I had to, if I had to speak on anything, I guess, I, guess, I guess I would speak to the fact that, you know, a lot like what it is I did where I was like, oh, I don't know anything about sports. Am I really going to be able to? To, to contribute to the conversation. You know, a lot of that has to do with me be fear, being afraid of my own ignorance. But what I was fortunate enough to find was that there, there are all kinds of great people and having come to be a part of this podcast has taught me to keep my mind a little more open. It actually helped me see that I was keeping my mind closed. And the truth is that when you have a closed mind, you don't know you have a closed mind. So the best thing you could do for yourself is to say yes to opportunities as they come along. I'm not saying say yes to everything, but every now and then go a little bit outside of what you normally do, and chances are you'll be pleasantly surprised. So. Man, that's a real one right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and also, some people who have sports podcasts never talk about sports on their podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Which is us. That's yeah. <laughs> awesome, dude. Just oh, shit. My soapbox. All right. Well, uh, I guess my soapbox would have to be uh, just overall appreciation for what we do as a group. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, as individuals, we all have our, our separate lives, but I'm just I'm just very appreciative of 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 all of us being able to get together and, and do something um, something, something like this, something like the, the podcast we host, that we're, we're just able to put something together out of nothing. Mm. Um, so I'm very appreciative of that. I'm very appreciative of the fact that you were able to invite us to do this. And I know it's been a long time coming, and, and we've had conversations about it. And you know, we're talking about doing cross cross pods and all that. But the fact that we're able to actually sit here, you know, have Sean here, and, and just have a conversation, an open conversation, which is very reminiscent of what we already do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why it was like when I when I first got here and I, w- I was telling you, Dewey's, I was like I was kind of nervous because I, w- I wasn't sure if we were gonna match to you guys' wavelength, you know. Um, but the fact that we've been able to do this just goes to show that 
we can equally contribute to each other. Um, and uh, and I'm, I'm very appreciative of that. So, so that's... Here, here. That's my soapbox. Sean, you want to take us home? All right. Um, my soapbox will be double-pronged. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, put it away, Sean. Put it away. <laughs> two times. So, um, Heard of a guy that has two dicks before. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, it's kind of bouncing off what he said. And it's, uh, no, it's, this whole LAFC thing, it's like, it's really, it really has changed my life in a sense that it's like, it's brought a lot of people together for me. And it's like, people that I used to hang out with and people that I've never met before. So it's like that all together, you know, putting it together is a beautiful, oh, it's a beautiful thing. And it's part of the reason why I like being a captain so much. And it's because not only do I see it in TSG and stuff, but I see it in every section that I look at. So, you know, it's, it's good to see. And I, it's, a, it's cool to be a part of that. And uh, another thing is, this one's 3252 related. And I'm going to have to bring Coriana Reeves in for this one. So, <laughs> yo, homie, come on. <laughs> Real quick. Yeah! <laughs> Flexing, baby. Coriana Reeves! With the backwards hat. <laughs> backwards hat. Shout out Gil from Cuervos. Always good to have you on the title, baby. Saw, dude. <laughs> Alright, man. So, I gotta shout out Gil real quick, dude. Give me this genius-ass fucking nickname. What I like it. What is this? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank you, Gil. I owe you that shit, dude. My life. So, second thing, alright? <laughs> fucking tired of these motherfuckers throwing cups in the north end, dude. Oh, uh, that's real. That's oh. real. I'm fucking sick of it, dude. So, if you're in the North End with us, man, number one, you better bring it, dude. You better bring your fucking passion and your fucking ball sack, dude. Number two, if you see anybody throwing your cups, you better fucking call them out, dude. Yeah. Slap them in the face, throw some water in the face or something, dude. Well, don't no, slap them in the face. Don't slap them in the face. <laughs> 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 All right, don't slap them. Don't do that. But yeah, dude. Stop throwing your cups, man. Excellent adventure, Keanu, <laughs> and not point blank, I'm gonna rob a bank. Who'll be John Wick, Nah, this is John Thick over oh. here. Hey, hey, hey. And then we got Coriana Reeves over there. Stop throwing your fucking cups, man. I'm fucking sick of it, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we tried that before. Hopefully, Coriano gets through to you guys better than we did. Um, Anything you guys want to add? No, Josh has got to do a soapbox. No, yeah, no, no, soapbox, no, bro. No, soapbox, I, bro. I, if I'm soaping, you're soaping. Yeah, I soaped already. You want me to soap first so you can soap. have time to think about it? It's a group yeah, soap. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go. It's going to be a 15 minute soap. I, 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 was, I was so moved. No, no, this is going to be 15 I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Okay. Nah, nah probably not. <laughs> uh, I was moved by, you know, these guys hopping off in the soap. I never had a soap before, a soapbox. Now I'm happy to be here. Um... You know, branching off this like whole concept of fear, I'm gonna take it there. Mm. I'm gonna take it there. Mm. Um, like just recently on some personal shit, there's been like a lot of uh, strife within the fam. People not wanting to face face uh, past difficult things in your past. We could put it that way. Um, and everybody goes through difficult shit, and if you don't fucking try to face it, it will eat you alive. And, you know, I know this because, yeah, like, my, my pops is, like, a pretty hardcore, like, street, lives in the street drug addict. And, you know, there, there are people who can't, like, face that reality in my fam right now, and it's, like, wrecking them, man. It's wrecking them. And, like, 
I talk pretty openly about it. I mention it on podcasts. I mention it to, in things. And, like, just, like, you know, you got, like, a choice in life between, like, the way you want to live, like, ruled by fear or ruled by, like, connection and friendship and love and, like, going for it. And sometimes that shit's scary, too. But my, my only rant has to be, like, my, my soapbox moment just has to be, Whatever is you're scared of, you need to talk about that shit. You need to face mm. it because it's going to come out some way. You're pushing it in the back of your mind. It's only going to stay there for so long. It'll come out. Maybe it's going to come out when you're 60. Maybe it's going to come out when you're 45. Maybe it's going to come out like when you're on your fucking deathbed and you got some crazy-ass regrets. And you have to carry that weight all that time. So just get it out. Get it off your chest. Talk about it and face the music. That's my soapbox. Fucking hey. That's a fucking soapbox. Not to say anything about you guys, but that was a fucking Josh, so much. Josh, take us, take us somewhere light, bro. Take us somewhere light. <laughs> love that. Uh, I want to change my soapbox. You, you can take it deep, too, though. I didn't want to commandeer it like that. <laughs> I wasn't even going to say that shit until yeah, like, these guys real, started talking. Real, real. Real. How are you going to follow that up? Like, <laughs> that's why you never let somebody go before you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Have you guys seen that Key and Peel skit? Well, the guy that the guy that had to give a speech after Martin Luther King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's like the best speech I have heard ever. <laughs> I know exactly what what you're talking about. It's, it's hurting me right now. Uh, no. <laughs> Nah, it's all good. Any soapbox yeah, is yeah, good. It's soapbox. two scholars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the point of the soapbox. It's oh, your moment. Yeah. Whatever you want to say. Think about fucking masturbation and shit. <laughs> he doesn't talk about that. Love each other. <laughs> 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 love each other. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not done yet, Sam. All right, all right. Give him the soap. Give him the soapbox. Be patient. With one another. Are you just saying a Bible verse right now? <laughs> this is the same fucking I'm verse the that pastors right now. recite when they're I'm, marrying I'm blessing, two people. I'm blessing, the, I'm blessing the pod right now. Love is patient. Love is kind. <laughs> Be kind with one another. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 this is your soapbox, right? One yeah. thing, one thing, one thing. Is, um, there's nothing like um, not looking for like an ulterior motive. Growing with people side by side with you is the most rewarding experience of your life. And I've been seeing that more and more take fruit in my life in terms of different things. So, um, yeah, man, don't even like, I know there's a lot of people like hitting you up on emails and figuring out like, oh, let me pick your brain. Let me get a coffee about that because I've been that guy too. But like, man, grow with the people that you love and that, that'll that continue to come back and uh, reward you in, in the best way. Hey. And with yeah, that, our tea has yeah. run dry for real. Yeah. Both of our teas. Wait, which which tea do we like better, people? Oh, I like first the second one. I like second? the second one. Yeah, Most people opt- first time. First time. Yeah, I actually first, like first, the first one. Like yeah. the first. Okay, yeah. we got the split. first one. Was good too. Split pod. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for coming. Oh, yeah, thank ladies and gentlemen, guys. this has been another episode of the FCFC pod, hey. along with the new pod, none of our business, mm. along with. Sean Park, a.k.a. Coriano Reeves. <laughs> and don't forget, sitting across from him is John Thick. Hey. We are your hosts. Thank you for listening in. We love y'all. Peace.